Let's do another Gen Zace commercial. Gen A. I'll start this one as well. So the, the, the shut up, Crookedhead. You're annoying me. Well, you're throwing <laughs> me off my game, cat. I'm not sure quite how to follow this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, fucking cat. Um, yeah. Get him. Go yeah. Gen Zace. <laughs> <laughs> how was that? We sure good? Uh, that's a wrap. Perfect. <laughs> Hobbyparts.com. Yeah. <laughs> This is episode number 65. I am Dan, and the regular guys are here. The dudes, Nick. Hola. Justin. What's going on? Jessica. I mean, Jesse. What's up, guys? So, so, uh, Jesse, did you crash that compass yet? Uh, Which one to start with? I'm hoping all of them. All of my no, I did not crash all my compasses. And then my my second question is, what is a crash? I mean, does the heli have to dude, leave don't the be, ground? Don't be coy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Come on, had, man. I may have had a little incident with the warp. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I. Uh, come on, man. Spill it. Right. Tell me what's up. What? So apparently, uh-huh. which this this is new one to me too. So when you go through the whole V bar setup, you still have to check the sensor directions. You know, the, the fly barless sensor directions at the end, even though there's no adjustment to reverse them. So both my sensor directions were wrong. So as soon as I went to, as soon as I spooled it up and got to about mid stick, the heli just tipped forward, scraped the blades on the concrete, <coughs> immediately hit throttle hold. Only, you know, set of blades, no harm. Not Aww, too much harm done. That's it. So just the set of blades. I have three words for that. Da da da! Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. So, so, so wait a minute here. You, you, um, Jesse didn't didn't do all. He didn't do a good pre-flight check. Is what? No, we're. no. So did what you, you did is you pre-flight check. You just threw it well, on the ground I, I and checked all the you know directions, pitch, cyclic directions. All did, right, you know all that stuff. I've never had a problem in the past with the V bar sensors being the wrong way. But you didn't check that when you tipped the heli forward, the swash plate keeps <laughs> tipping forward well, with if it. if I would have checked that, Justin, would I have had this problem? <laughs> Dude, you are, it's going to be a long time before you live this one down. <laughs> so, no. No, obviously, I didn't. I did not check. Um, I did after after this happened. Oh, did you? Did, what, that how, that what, was the very first thing I checked. And what was uh, your, what? Ha- I mean, what did you find out? It was backwards? Yeah, when uh-huh, I tipped the heli uh-huh. forward, the swash tipped forward. <laughs> Yeah, and that's when Nick popped up in your thought bubble and did the da-da-da. Yeah. <laughs> Look yep. what I can do. So let me ask you this. I remember Nick telling us a story when he um, realized that he forgot his radio, and he wasn't. it wasn't that he forgot his radio to that fun fly. It was the thought of, oh, my God, when these guys find out I forgot my radio. They are going to give me so much shit. Did that cross your mind? You were like, fuck, I can't even tell these guys. I can't. If I tell these guys, they're going to harass me until I... Yeah. Crying like a little girl. So, sort of. That that started to cross my mind, but I figured once I told Nick, you know, there was no chance he wasn't going to tell you guys if I didn't. So, <laughs> that, just got to come clean. Yes, he's got to be the bigger I, person. I don't have a guilty conscience. So, uh, just I'm just I'm giddy with excitement about this. 
First of all, a compass. Well, don't don't get too excited. It'll be a, uh, you know, got some blades on it already, and it's it's ready to go. So you know, <sighs> no video of this happening, huh? No video, no. Well, well, yeah. How's that line go, Dan? If there's no pictures, then it didn't happen. Yeah, no screenshot. Did, did the shit didn't happen if there's no screenshot? Exactly. So no crash. So nothing to give me crap for then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happened, dude. Your quote, not mine. It happened. <laughs> so what else has been going on, Jesse? You, uh, I, I hear you're having a, a pajama party tonight. Uh, a little bit. I'm sitting yeah? over here in Nick's basement. Are you and Nick having a sleepover? It might turn <laughs> into that if this how depending on how late this goes. You guys like you gonna wake up real early and watch cartoons in the morning? I, I find that weird <laughs> that you got really excited saying that. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to when I was like six years old. I remember like hanging out, going ride, get to okay, you get to ride the bus home, a different bus than what you normally ride, and you get to go to your buddy's house and you hang out on Friday, and you wake up at like five thirty so you can watch the Smurfs at six. Yeah. Is that what you guys got planned? Did you get to ride a bus home tonight? A different bus? <laughs> he uh, rides the little bus. The short yeah. bus. The yeah, short yeah. bus. <laughs> he rode the short bus. Yeah. They come to my house and pick me up. <laughs> and, and tonight, what's going to happen? Tonight, what's going to happen is uh, Nick's wife is Nick's wife is going to walk into the living room and Justin's or Jesse's going to be in the corner, kind of curled up, sniffing, and and she's going to go, "What's what's wrong?" Can you call my mom? I left my blankie at home. I need to go home. I need to go home. I'm just really hoping that there's no, like, proof of accidental spooning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, geez. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. So that's it. Are you guys going to get some flying in this weekend? Then uh, what the hell? Uh, It's not... It's not looking so good right now. It's uh-huh. just looking like a bunch of rain. How about this past week? Did you get any flying in? Well, just a, just just a, I don't know what do you call that? A quarter of a flight just uh-huh. to crash the warp. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You didn't do that in your living room, did you? No, I was actually just walking. Um, there's an empty cul-de-sac one street down from where I live, so you know, flying with a 450, I figured that'd be a perfect spot to go fly it. So walked over there. There was finally a break in the weather, but. You know, didn't have a very successful time. So I don't know how I know this, but I, I guess my weather channel, my or my local news, they some they don't usually tell us what the weather over in the Moscow Pullman area is doing. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's going to be nice there this weekend. Did you see that? I I try not to look because I'm not there. So it's like 41 <laughs> degrees over there, 42 yeah. degrees. Just depressing. So the the bad weather must follow me then. Yeah. So anyway, n- enough of you. Enough of you. God damn it. Yeah. What have you been up to, Justin? No, no fly. No, no, no flying at all. No fly. What have Gucci. I been up to this week? I have been waiting for the freaking U.S. Postal Service to ship me uh, two new sets of blades from California. They just showed up, uh, thanks to the A Main Hobbies guys, um, this morning or actually this afternoon, and they shipped out like on Monday or Tuesday. I could have pretty much driven down there and picked them up myself and it would have been quicker um it's a bad time of year to be relying on the usps yeah it is man i'll tell you it's yeah it really is so but other than that nothing man i um you guys may have seen or you will will see by the time this comes out on um my most recent blog post that i finally figured out what the problem was that caused the furion six maiden crash (laughs) 
Um, and it was a simple little thing called a plastic link. Oh boy. Yeah. The, uh, the, the plastic link on the elevator servo, I don't know if the threads were bad or what, but you can, you know, time to make fun of me too, because I did the same thing that Jesse did in a sense, uh, bought this used, went through it, resized the link, thought everything was looking good, but I guess I didn't check it well enough. And I think the link came out in the hover and bam, right into the ground. So yeah, at I, least I know what it is. I got uh, to start associating with a better class of people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, man, I'm telling you, yeah. it's rough. I've got, I got three helis, one, one still waiting on parts. One just got its blades in today. The Furion, I think, is actually ready, but it had that terrible busted ass problem. Mm-hmm. We'll get there eventually. Sad state of affairs, don't yeah. yeah. And, and well, and the weather's crappy anyway, so whatever. It you, is you, what it is. You guys get a lot of rain out there, right? Yeah. I mean, is it yes. is it hyper depressive? I mean, it's just like yes. Do you guys yes, just like is. ever drive to the ocean and just stand over a cliff and go, "Oh my god, I'm, I just can't take it anymore." Here, here's the thing, Dan. It's so bad, actually, and I know that other people in this area know what I'm talking about when I say this. It's so freaking bad that when there is a good day, I start getting like the shakes and shit. Like I'm getting like anxious because as luck would have it, that's the day that I had to go and run errands or I had to work late or my wife wanted me to go and do something that, you know, we needed to do for the last couple of weeks. And I'm just counting down the minutes of daylight that I'm losing, not flying. And there isn't much of that shit this time no, of year either. It's no. more stressful than anything. All righty. Well, anything cool and exciting, or should we go ahead and move on to the Nicholas? Uh, cool and exciting. Warhol? No, the two sets of blades that I did get though are uh, some Curtis Youngblood Radix uh, Seven Ten V Two Fly Barless and a set of Seven Ten Revolution blades. Uh, I figured that uh, since my helis went down, I'd toss those on and um, give them a comparison to the Mavericks. So nice. I'll be interested to see how that works out. And I think we may, Nick and I may be passing them around a bit too. So you guys do that quite often. Oh yeah. I wonder what Nick and, and Je- Jesse are going to be passing around tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So that leaves us with uh, Nick. What have you been doing, dude? I on? have been progressing and moving forward, unlike some people around here. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It was a it was a build frenzy this week. Yeah. So I uh, let's see. I'll start off with the small ones. So the on the seven hundred E, I finally got around to putting in my eleven tooth pinion on there. So I got the KDE version two adjustable motor mount for that. So you have to have the version two to run the combination of the helical cut uh, tail drive gears. So I got that in, just messing around with the governor tuning on that. Um, on the nitro, I got the motor all back in, pipe all good to go. I actually just went ahead and um, kept the same pipe that I had, regrommeted, re-o-ringed it. Um, I ported and polished the header, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. little flashback to my engine, engine and two-stroke days. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I went ahead and put on the, helical main drive gear on that kit as well. So that'll be kind of cool because it drops the gear ratio from 8.2 to 8.1. So I think with our, I think with the 
you know, the dense air that we have and the weather's generally cooler here, I, I have confidence that um, the YS91, the 3DS, will have enough power to run it, you know, because ideally I'd like to see it about 2,000 RPM, 2,050 on the head. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll give me keep me in the torque range of the motor a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, and then let's see. Oh, yeah, I picked up a set of uh, Railblade 696s for the Nitro. So I'll be messing around, swapping those back and forth between the electric and the Nitro. And then my big one, my big project of the week, which I'm super stoked about, I did go ahead and convert my Fusion to uh, 550. I don't get that. You don't get that? I don't understand that, dude. Single pack, man. Single. So I went... Now, originally... Um, I was going to go ahead and just keep it 12S and put like some, you know, 6S 2200s in it. Uh, that way I could keep the ESC motor. All I would be putting on is the boom kit and shorter blades. That was it. That was the plan. Um, but uh, ended up getting in touch with Castle and, and I've got a, an ESC on there to test right now. One of the prototype units. Um, they should be coming out here soon uh, i can't get too much into that but that's um i'm testing the the low voltage version so i went ahead and picked up uh, a new scorpion motor for it uh, 4025 1100 kv uh, got the new esc on there bumped it up to a 15 tooth and um, let's see yeah running a single gen z 6s 5300 uh 5300 milliamp 60c pack hmm so it it just puts a little more amps through it, which is fine. I mean, I'll be pushing the power system a little bit harder than I would if it was 12S, but that's all right. I, you know, the whole reason behind it was I wanted to, A, be able to share packs with my 700 electric if I needed to. And B, I just, I don't know. I've always been intrigued by that 550 size. It's, it's I mean, I got it. Now that I got it all together, I love it. It's easy to carry around. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be that heli that just sits in my truck and stays in my truck all the time. I'll be able to have a couple packs in there. It'll be my quick stop, bang out a couple flights, bring it back. Um, I'm not, you know, when I really get into autos, I, I mean, obviously I do autos on a 600 uh, without a problem, but I like to do a lot of acrobatic autos. So I, I pretty much stick to the 700s for that. Um, I just really like the convenience of the, you know, the single pack. It's light. It came in at like, uh, what was it? 7.6 pounds, I think. So, yeah, just something different. Weirdo. I, well, hey, <laughs> yeah. I keep looking, you know, I'm I'm looking at like, uh, you know, like Alan Zabo. I know Danny Zabo. A lot of those guys, it, it's the 550. You never see them taking pictures of 600 EFL pros. You know, are flying any 600 hellers anymore. It's always the 700 or the 550. And, and I think I'm kind of seeing that now. I'll, I'll know more after I fly it, but I think I'm kind of, I think I'm picking up what they're throwing down. <laughs> you think so, huh? I think well, so. And let's be honest, Nick, the other part of it is just scratching an itch, right, man? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, never, that, that, that part makes sense to me. Yeah, I've never. It's wintertime, you know, you sit back and wonder what you could be doing. Yep, come up with a new project. So, um, I, I here's another really good one, and I don't remember if I talked about this last week or not. Uh, so, so I had I was really bummed out because 
I had a, a BLS 451 on my 700E, and these things got, I mean, dude, oh, do they have flights on them? I was trying to figure it out, and I, and I just gave up. I have no idea how many flights I had on. But this thing started to sound like a dead and dying cat whenever it moved. <laughs> I've never heard a sound come out of a servo like that. It's like you just tried to stir the sticks a little bit, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with this servo? I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> so I was really bummed out because... You know, now I, I'm a practical kind of person. I'm not going to go in and replace one when, I mean, I'm I'm creeping up on, oh man, three, four hundred-ish flights on those servos, which by the way, everyone, uh, probably 80% of those flights have been at full 2S LiPo, just for all you naysayers. <laughs> um, but uh, so I'm like, oh man, you know, shoot, if, if one's starting to die, then I should just buy a whole set. Well, the 451s and my 700 Nitro are are right there. I mean, they're creeping right behind them on flights. And those have a lot of slop in them. So now it's kind of like, I mean, you guys have been there. When you're sitting there looking at reservoing two 90-size helis, yeah. man, that sucks. I that mean, that's a suck. chunk to drop big time. So I was bumming on it a little bit. And I got kind of bored when I was waiting for all the parts to show up. So I just went ahead and popped the uh, popped the case off the servo. Oh my god! Okay, so apparently I now have a new maintenance tip. Yeah. <laughs> Every winter, depending on how much you fly, I would personally advise re-greasing the servo gears. Dry as a bone. Uh, what little grease was in there was very black. And it's supposed to be white. And it was jet black and like one little tip of a toothpick drop. And, and that was it. So what was making noise was actually, it was the O-ring that seals around the output shaft. Oh. The servo. Yeah, that dry O-ring. I've Like I've got no lube in here at all whatsoever. So I was all, oh, sweet. So I pulled them all apart, greased them all up. Oh, they're like brand new again. Brand spanking new. Yeah, so I still need to deal with the 700. But that does take that that edge off, yeah. you know, like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm good now. So I don't know. I'm trying to just, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to put in the, in the night show for servos for this next season. I kind of intrigued by the new pro tech servos. So I might, might be giving those a shot. We'll see. You know, dude, this, this show is going to be released the day before Christmas. So Christmas is on Tuesday. Yeah. Show comes out on Monday. Just saying what just, an awesome stocking stuffer. <laughs> servos dude yeah <laughs> they would fit in perfect. the stocking perfect stockings expensive stockings pretty stuffers. pricey for a stocking stuffer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm not buying them so okay <laughs> you could take back all the little gordilla chocolates and all the rest of the crowd daddy wants some servos i'll uh i'll text your wife and let her know yeah okay Send her, yeah. send her the link and uh, le please let me know so that I can not be in the room and see the dirty look. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy that she cusses out. So, yeah. I will probably. I, I, you know, I think uh, no flying. I was waiting on all that stuff. Um, oh, I did get, hey, I got the uh, Jesse Savage servos put in the 450 without incident. No incident. No fire. Wow. No, no smoke fire. either, huh? Nice. Yeah, so now I'm just waiting on um, a couple packs to show up. Oh, but then, okay. <laughs> I forgot about this, though. Then 
his throttle servo died on his N5, which takes that oddball size Futaba, uh-huh. um, little mi- mini, yeah, Futaba mini size servo. So he ended up st- st- stealing my rudder servo out of the 450 <laughs> and just yeah. so that he could fly his N5C. Huh. But pretty, so it's not going to fly. Once again. Well, shit, dude. Sounds like you had a busy week. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Ready to fly. I am freaking ready to fly. So I had uh, kind of a cool thing happen this week. What did you have happen? Well, I was I was uh, chilling out watching Court TV. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And um, the, UP, the UPS truck shows up at, uh, in my driveway. And I was like, crap, I got to put some pants on and put the Cheetos away. <laughs> uh, he's used to it. He doesn't mind. <laughs> he doesn't judge me. No, he's, he's not judgmental at all. Um, so I walked out. He handed me this huge box. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? And so I pull it inside, and I, as I was pulling it inside, I noticed it said Nick Lynn on it. And I thought, oh, man. Those guys somehow got our addresses crossed. And Nick ordered a bunch of shit, and they sent it to me for some reason. And so I called Nick, and I said, dude, did you order some shit from Heli Wholesaler? And he goes, Merry Christmas, dude. I'm like, oh. So these dudes, they went, they got together, Nick and Justin and Jesse, and they ordered me a bunch of shit for my 700. Aw. Blingage. Yeah. Merry Christmas. So I got a Christmas gift from the guys, and I didn't get them shit. (laughs) <laughs> gave, me, gave me a fucking migraine and a case of the shit that you gave me. <laughs> so that was kind of cool other than that i was uh obviously no flying uh snowing a good portion of this week lots of snow this week nine inches it's come and gone though it it snows like mad and then it kind of warms up and goes away and then it kind of snows some again and it's just that miserable in between, kind of muddy, snowy, sloppy mess. Right? It's not even a dry snow, huh, Dan? It's just, yeah, it, it, that's true. That first night we got just that heavy, heavy snow. Like, so I was trying to clean my porch off, right? So mm-hmm. I could get stacked firewood up there. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's heavy, heavy, heavy wood. And I struggle with that kind of shit anyway. And it, or fire, the snow is just, just thick, nasty. I just, I really, really hate winter. All you warm weather dicks piss me off. At least you live in the right place. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Why do I still live here? Oh, my God. So other than that, I um, we've been busy this week. Got a couple, couple big, big projects we're working on. Oh, yes. Yes, we it's do. It's really... Um, like always. Damn. Yeah, I sometimes you just like last night I kind of was just like that's it. But, you know, it just it just goes with the with the territory. We we are uh and we have the texts to prove it. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's it's just like this week has been one of those weeks where nothing really is going as planned, which it's not a big deal. I mean, that happens. We get over it, but eventually I just had to say, you know what? I'm stepping away. I'm going to sleep all night tonight, and I feel much better today, thank God. But no flying, and that, on top of things, is making me a little less uh, easy to be around. <laughs> you know? Slightly less personable. And, you know, the whole not chewing anymore, that is just 
Oh, it's kicking my ass. <laughs> and then on top of that, you know, I find myself yelling at my cats for shit they normally do. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh my God, I can hear that cat breathing. Why, why can I hear you breathing? And I start yelling at him. Are you turning into one of those like angry old cat ladies? Yeah. It's like <laughs> where they're just bitter and they got like 10 cats. It's like, it's like shit that they do normally just all of a sudden for this past week and a half has just been sending me into this uncontrollable rage. And uh, no, it's just been crazy winter shit and not being able to fly. I really, man, I just, I missed it. I so miss summer. I missed, I miss waking up at seven and going to the field and just being there all day long. I just miss it. I hear you. Yeah, definitely. And right with you. but today was a good day. I um last night at eight o'clock, they showed up, and I'm sporting an RCHN hoodie. I'm the first one to get one, yo. Whoop whoop. They the, they actually delivered them to my house, which was kind of cool. Nice. So they show up at eight o'clock. Um, one of the kids or one of the ladies that works there lives in my town, so they were. Get to get them finished, albeit later than we had planned, nonetheless finished. She's like, I can bring them to you. I can bring them to you. Sweet. And it's just like anything else when you have something made and you're nervous about how they're going to look and you're like, oh, God, I just hope these look good. Oh, I'm so, I'm so happy with how they turned out. So this huge process today of packing and putting shipping labels and getting things to the post office was quite an eventful day, but I am happy to say all of the domestic orders that were pre-ordered are on their way to you as we speak. Woohoo! Nice. Awesome. The only thing that that the only ones that aren't on their way to you are the the internationals. And the reason those aren't on their way is because I actually have to go down to the post office and um, fill out custom slips for those. So those should be out shortly. So that's kind of what I've been doing, guys. Nice. Good stuff. And um, I'm thinking about getting a 700-size electric helicopter. Oh. oh now, wait man. Now, wait a minute here. You, you didn't say 700E. I didn't. And I didn't on purpose. I don't want to... Um, mislead anybody by just saying 700e and having people assume something ah uh-huh. Uh-huh. well the so tattoo on your it? ass would lead us to believe it would <laughs> yeah. be in a line oh i know it would wouldn't it i, just, I love that tattoo by the way <laughs> so, so much so i'm thinking about getting another one just right on my leg just like like you know like uh all the way like a the big, just a line from like the middle of my thigh down to my calf. <laughs> just a big line. That would be rad. Oh man! <laughs> and um, and then a big bat, a big back tattoo. <laughs> big back tattoo. Yeah, just yeah. just just like you know the t-shirts, the aligned t-shirts. By the way, I did get an aligned t-shirt from these guys too. So I'm gonna. I'll just take that, and I'll have the tattoo guy just lay that back design down, and we'll just tattoo that right on my back. You got to do the conquer your heart thing, man. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be somewhere. That's what's gonna be on your 
on that your That has to go on the other cheek, though. You guys are totally making me sound like an Alliant fanboy here. <laughs> you are, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, because you yeah. are. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Does that does that mean I break the mold if I don't get an Alliant 700 electric helicopter? There's no way you won't. So I'm just not even worried about it. <laughs> You'll break it a little bit. You'll begin to break the mold. Hey, I've had other helicopters. Yeah, that was the past. In fact, I will venture to say, well, maybe, I don't know. I, I was going to say, I'll venture to say, I've had more varying kind of helicopters than any of you. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. I've owned a bunch of different I don't know, <laughs> man. All right. Let's do a quick mental rundown here. All right. Okay, so Compass, Align, Kasama, JR, Kyosho, uh, Helimax, um, Blade. Blade, yes. I don't really count the blades, though. Um, That's okay. Uh, Thunder Tiger. God, maybe there wasn't as many as I thought. That's eight. That's actually, and he's got some pretty. Uh, Bergen? Did you say Bergen? Bergen? I got I had Bergen. Bergen, there you go. There's um, nine. Yeah. Um, dude, I think he might be. I think he might have beat me. Dude, it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I think he has. It's, for hard, me it's as hard, well. hard to remember all of them. And that's tough. I've had, let's see, a line, rave. Oh yeah, I've had I've had a I've had a uh, Curtis Young Blood helicopter, four fifty. Oh, man, line, rave, Thunder Tiger, Synergy, miniature aircraft. Um, Out, outrage, Nick. Oh outrage. yeah, I've had outrage too. There you go. Uh-huh. Oh, you have. Oh, okay, yeah, you're ahead of me. Yeah, I don't, Dan, I you haven't win. had those. You win because you've got some of the the older or the more obscure ones like Kyosho and what else did you say? Uh. Kyosho and uh, old JRs. Okay, yep. Now that's just because he's been flying longer. Yeah. Shit. Not much longer, though. No, I just rock and you guys suck. Yeah, but I buy and yeah. sell a lot of stuff in one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see. Look, the first year in the hobby, I just went a little on the crazy side. Yeah. A little overboard. And, um,. I don't remember the exact calendar year, but roughly that first year, there were like 21 different helicopters. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot, dude. Built and bought. Some of those were used. Majority of them were new. Does does one man? Oh, yeah. And Gowie. We we can't forget about Gowie. There you go. Uh, Okay, you win. Yeah, he wins. He's got, that's like 13 right there. I want to go back to this. To this uh, 700 class electric. I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's save that for the for the after the news because that'll just let us. Because as you guys know, you guys have the last three episodes have been tremendously received, but we kind of just want to have a fun, free yeah. show. We're just going to kind of let the conversation go and uh, see where it goes. Um, I just wanted to bring up the hoodies and I just kind of threw that weird little challenge out to these guys to see where they were at with their helis. All right. But we'll talk about more, more about that towards the end of the show. I do believe if I'm not mistaken, it might be time to go on to some news. Let's do some news. And you know what, Nick, if I puff one more set of lipos, I think I'm going to go insane. 
Dude, well, you're telling me that you're not running Gen Z's packs? Ever since I started running them, man, I'm getting over 200 cycles on these sets of packs. If you're still puffing them, you need to get up to speed. I think I'm going to go check those out and get myself a set right now. You heard it here, folks. Gen Z's packs, Nick's mushroom stamp of approval. Find them at hobbyparts.com. Alrighty, guys, this week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What do you got, Nick? All right, so that iCharger 410 Duo is now shipping from Progressive RC. Uh, I see a couple people have pictures up. They've already got them. Man, I still love this charger. I mean, it is such a bad... It's got a display. I'm a sucker for a display. It's got pretty (laughs) colors, and it, it looks like a Nintendo... So I, I'm digging it. Wait a minute. I'm Does really it look like an Nintendo or a Nintendo? A Nintendo, like a Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I was mocking you a little bit. He didn't catch it. Yeah, I catched it. I just tried to freaking go right you by it. You catched it? it? <laughs> I catched it. Oh, my God. We're just oh, no. relentless tonight. Bad. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. you, better, you better watch your P's and Q's for here on out, Nick. We're not going to yeah, Apparently, the grammar Nazi is in the house. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he never left. No, no, that's true. He never ever left. Um, uh, let's see. So Smack Talk now has episode number twenty nine out. I guess Bobby and Chicken Wing are covering one of our favorite things, which is crashing. So they go through all sorts of stuff, you know, fixing it, inspecting parts, uh, talking about fixing servos, uh, repairing blades. So yeah, if you guys are into the Smack Talk thing, definitely check that out. Uh, Lynx has come out with, they've got a little bit longer main shaft design f- and they, they're selling it with the third bearing block for the 700E, the V2, and for the new DFC, uh, which is kind of cool. You don't have to buy everything all separately. You can just get it all in one package. And then the big news of the week. Are we ready for the big news of the week? Here it is. All right. Boom. Vortex. Spartan. VX1. Fly barless system can be purchased how at much this, at this time um so they've got kind of like the pre-production which is really weird it's a pre-release batch that you can go buy i don't know how how big it is yeah that confused is me that too. is that is that code for beta tester it, it, yeah <laughs> it sounds like it it sounds like it which is a little bit scary there's a couple things there's one yeah. thing that i'm i'm really bummed out about before i get into price it says right here Optimize electric governor mode is planned for future or for future firmware update. Ooh. Uh, so they see that's first one, which ah oh, man, uh, dude, that's strike one right there, dudes. Yep. Yeah. Well, oh, no, that's strike two. Taking so long to get it out is strike one. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touche. Uh, <laughs> and then not having the electric gov ready is strike two. Uh, here's strike three. Are you ready? I'm ready. 351. Oh, come Ouch. on. Come on. Okay. Yeah, so I don't now, know what they're thinking here. Okay. So, but it, it, it kind of gets worse. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hate to say this, but it kind of gets worse. Okay. So for the, for these pre-release batch ones, they're including the data pod to program it because they don't, they don't have computer software. 
Okay, so it's all done like a little on a little programmer box, right, right. which is awesome, right. which is cool. Because I mean, like I use mine on my Skookum all the time and, and I just, I love it. So they're including that just with the pre-release batch ones. They're giving it to you for free. Okay. But when this thing comes out, you're going to have to buy it. How much? It's 65 bucks. Oh, so no, you won't no. be able to program so, your heli unless you buy this. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting right now. Now, no, no, whether no. there's they not going to be PC software. Well, I, I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Maybe I don't think there is right Does now. Does it come with They're, a free punch card reader, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, it comes with a punch, but it's not a card. It's, it's a, a kick in the nuts is what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Dude, they are they are solely okay. So here's another here's my other beef, which um, it, it's got a separate sensor, and I know that some people are like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I like that. I'm I'm at the point now where, you know, I I just don't feel that it's needed. There's a lot of units out there, full function that can do everything. Governor bailout, the whole deal, and they're doing it all in one mini-sized unit. Yeah. A majority of the units out yeah, there are. most of them. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I wish, don't get me wrong, I wish Spartan the best of luck. I mean, they've, if it flies anything like their tail gyros did, it's going to be a success. But I'm just really worried that with, you know, such a late release into the market, it it, it's kind of not coming out with that wow factor that I was. I, I feel like it needs to be, you know, to gain some ground. Uh, dude, dude, that's like starting a twenty-six k marathon two minutes into or two hours into the into the race. Yeah, it's just it's to, uh, they've got a big name though. I mean, they've got yeah. a big name. Yeah, I, I mean, Spartan's popular, and I, I mean, I know that uh, like Alan Zabo Jr. He was flying one for a while, so. Uh, I mean, who knows, man? It's hard to say. Huh. Very hard to say. That's That price point alone is rough. I mean, no bailout. Yeah. Not that that's important, but that seems to be a standard, or, you know, it's, that's getting to be a standard feature in a lot of units. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's got to be bailout or gov. I mean, one of the two. It's yeah, either so, bailout yeah, they're not releasing it with a bailout or a gov. No, it's got to be bailout or gov. Or under $200. That's like the three requirements right now. Well, so here's a question. This is just the, this is just the pre-release yeah. uh, purchase, right? Yep. Do they say that the governor is going to be available when the real, like the true formal release comes out? No. Or are they, they just saying it'll be there eventually, but we don't know when? No. It just says optimized electric governor mode is planned for future firmware update. That, yeah. And how uh, long ago did they tell us this unit alone was going to be out? Yeah, the other exactly. thing that's a little bit kind of sketchy is they don't give a date on the actual release. Which it is, says more stock is coming soon and formal launch is expected in the new year. Yeah, I wonder if this is a pre-release batch because they need public beta testing or is it a pre-release batch because their manufacturer is slower than they expected. Or, okay, which, hey, let's let's be reasonable and fair. No one's made of money, and they've obviously got a bunch of money in R&D on this. And, True. you know, uh, uh, Vortex is a, they're a smaller company, so maybe this is a pre-release batch to get some money coming in so that they can make the full big order. 
the big batch. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely possible as well. Yeah, I've been going through the hoodie thing. I mean, you know, we're starting from starting from. We know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we do know. And look, I, I it, it after thinking about the comments that we just made over the last few minutes, it's it, you guys need to understand that we do not assume or want anything other than the best for this for for these oh, guys. Yeah, but the dude. problem is, is we just look at this. At least I look at this from my viewpoint, and my opinion is to put out a fly barless unit these day, in this day today in this world that we live in that doesn't have a governor doesn't have any bailout and try to sell it for over three hundred bucks. It's tough. That that does it just doesn't make much sense to me. It doesn't. Yeah, I want them to. I want people to get these and go. Oh my god, it's the greatest thing. I mean, that's what I would love to see happen because the you know the name that. Spartan Bill with their tail gyros deserves that. Absolutely. And, and I hope that yep. it does, but you know, I'm a realist, not an optimist. And unfortunately the re- the reality and the way the market is, they're, they're going in rough. Yeah. It's a tough start, but like Nick just said, I think all of us here have flown the Spartan tail servos or gyros. Yeah. I think it's probably the most, wanted fly barless system to be released in the last year. I dude, mean, I, you think I, so? I, dude, yeah, I remember I, yeah. talking about this unit at, in version one. Mm-hmm. Um, even back then, there was excitement about this. I think a lot of people have kind of, I don't know, put it out, put it on the back burner, hadn't been thinking about it, but um, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that a lot of people are going to buy this unit just because they go, they they just go back to those days when they were having shitty tail, and they went. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really can't relate to that, Dan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> you you gotta learn to uh, keep your standards in that straight line, dude. Yeah. Wow! Wow! You yeah, went there. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway people are remembering back in the day when they when their tail on their helicopter was acting poorly and they put a spartan on there and everything just seemed to go so much better and and ever look you guys remember when the court came out it was just huge and and there oh. were there were nine different special versions of it or whatever and everybody had their dude they were just huge yeah yep. yeah and um a different time now, though it is a different time, and and God, we just hope nothing for the best. But you got to look at this realistically. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, my mind is still reeling around. With this. <laughs> you can't let it go, yeah. <laughs> sick bastard. Anyway, what else is that? The big news is that, that it for the that's news. That's it. That's news it. Of the I'm week. Good. Any news other news of the week? Anybody got anything else? No talking Dude, you points. You, uh, yeah, I. You know what? I'm going to bring this up. I know you hate quads, oh, Dan. Fuck. Yeah, here we go. But we got to talk about. <laughs> we got to talk about Curtis's collective pitch quad. Oh, dude! I was trying to do, so, guy, do the dude a favor and not talk about it. No, come on. <laughs> so apparently, Curtis Youngblood has released a couple of videos. You, I think one is just is a third person video. And then one is an FPV video shot with a GoPro on the actual quad itself. But he doesn't give any details, but apparently he's developing a collective pitch 3 d quad. 
and it shows someone i don't know who it is flying it around doing pyro flips doing all sorts of helicopter like 3d how, how do you i know mean when it's a not quad, really you, all that exciting how do you know when a quad honest? is doing a pyro flip what yeah how do you know when a quad is doing a pyro flip <laughs> well and so that, yeah that's the thing it's like when Check you flip the damn thing hurricane. upside down it looks the same how is that exciting all right, so here's the deal. And this is, oh man, I can just, I can feel my inbox filling up right, right now. <laughs> Curtis, I like, if there's one person in this hobby that I look up to, it's Curtis. And, and that's being sincere. Uh, he's not only just his flying skill, but he's kind of like one of the foundations for, you know, for where we're at right now. I feel like <laughs> once you go quad, you just, you're never going to go back. And I... <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Well, dude, no. Okay, so the collective pitch quad is huge. That's awesome for the multi-rotor industry. But it, it's like... But I hate to see Curtis go there. He He's an incredible pilot. I, I mean, I've had a rave. I love the way that it flew. I've heard that the ballistics are just... They're fantastic. And, and I... I really want to see him come back and be super popular in the pod and boom industry. I don't, I feel like he's, uh, it just, it gives me that weird feeling like he's given up and gone to the quad thing. It, it's okay. It's kind of like selling your stuff at Hobby King. Once you go there, you're never going back up. <laughs> okay. But look at it from this, this perspective. If he hadn't gone there figuratively, 10, 15, 20 years ago, then what would this hobby be? That is I true. I mean, he was one of the pioneers. Yeah. And whether whether we like you know it what? or not, quads, multi-rotors are getting really big. It's just a matter of time before someone wants to try to 3D it. I can feel my, my inbox filling up with what I'm about to say. <laughs> before he even says it. All right. Great. I will agree, Justin, that definitely there is no question that Curtis Youngblood was, and I'm going to emphasize this word, one of the pioneers. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. There were <clears throat> a lot of pioneers that collectively brought this hobby to where it is. Look, I, the quads, the quads, I just, it's, it's almost like, do we need to start another podcast and call it RC Quad Nation? You know what I mean? I just, I, that's how, they just feel so, they just feel so they just they don't they just to me don't have the cool factor they they don't have all the moving parts they don't they don't do anything and when they do even this collective pitch quad okay so how do you know when it's going backwards or forward you know how you know what i yeah i don't know i just i i just um well it's no secret i'm not into them yeah, no, and that's that's fair, and it's. I actually think they're very purposeful, and, and I do think they serve a, a very large use. I mean, they're they're awesome. The technology that's going into them is great. I just, I, I, I would, I would have wanted to see someone else come out with, come out with this. You know, Carbon Core or, or one of those companies. You know, not just not Curtis. I mean, just not Curtis, man. <laughs> That's how, that's how we all felt when Michael when Michael Jordan went to go play baseball. 
Exact, dude. That's dude. it. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. It's like yes. no, 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 dude. No, man, really. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Jeez. How about uh, how about you, Jesse? Did you get any talking points from the uh, powers that be at Compass this week? Uh, not this week, Dan. Sorry to let you down. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. Oh well. Life. Maybe next week. Life goes on. It does. All right, guys, this week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. All right, guys, as we know, Christmas is tomorrow. It's Christmas Eve, and uh, it's a great time of year. Everybody loves Christmas. So we decided here at The Nation that we were going to celebrate Christmas a little bit by giving you guys a Christmas carol. And Nick stepped up to the plate, decided to give us a rendition of Oh Christmas Tree. So we're going to go ahead and play that now for you so you guys can all enjoy the goodness that is Nick singing for us. Here we go. Oh, holy tree, oh, holy tree, there are no forums I can see. Oh, holy tree, oh, holy tree, what brand of blades are under thee? What size of packs are wrapped and bold? Is my kit and Eeyore glow? Oh, holy tree, oh, holy tree. Just bring me parts so I can fly. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, man. I nailed that shit. <laughs> that is great. So before we get started, I want to give uh, a shout out to a guy who called me on Skype. I actually talked to him before last week's show, but we had such a busy lineup on last week's show that it kind of slipped my mind. <laughs> but uh, so I get this Skype call from a guy in Ireland. George is his name. Hey, George. And George had uh, been consuming quantities of uh, Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we just had a nice long conversation. Um, it's fun. I, I just really, really enjoy just talking with listeners. I mean, it's just so much fun because you get to hear the helicopter perspective, especially when we're talking with listeners from the other side of the world. Uh, you know, you get to kind of hear what's going on with them and and their hobby there lo- locally. You know and it's just always interesting to hear the interest level of RC helicopters within their area. And um, it's always quite impressive to, to hear this hobby is growing so dramatically. I mean, it's uh, yeah. every day there's new, more new people. And, and um, you know, we got a new guy that's hanging out on our chat room, Mark, this guy. Yep. Balls to the wall. This guy does not mess around. No, he doesn't. He gets in touch with us. He's an old friend of uh, Jesse or uh, Justin's, actually. Yep. An old wow guilty. Oh, yeah. And, um, dude, one day he's talking about RC helicopters, and the next day he owns a DXA and a Nano. <laughs> and now nice. and now he's, uh, you know, he's got the sim. He's been simming, and uh, 
it's just a lot of fun to interact with listeners like that. And um, anyway, George, thanks for calling. And you told me to give you a holler if I ever see you on Skype again, and I'll do that. I haven't seen you, um, but uh, it's always fun. Enjoy that. Yeah, hey, I've got a quick shout out too. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy named uh, uh, one of our listeners, Ed Johnson, sent me an email, and, and this one really caught my attention. He brought up a fantastic point. Um, we were talking about the Soko review, and he said, you know, there's one thing that, he, uh, you know, I was kind of, I'm not going to say downplaying the method of leveling swash, but it, it does take a little bit more time than using, you know, a slide-on swash leveler. But he said after a mild crash, he was going through and checking for uh, like bent or damaged stuff. And he leveled the swash using a regular, you know, metal swash leveler. But since it just references the outer swash and not the inner, he didn't notice that the inner swash was bent in relation to the outer. So then he kind of re-leveled the swash and, well, hey, what do you know? Now the inner swash isn't level. And if he would have used, if he would have used the, like the Soko tool for checking it, you know, by putting the gauge in the blade grip, it would have caught that. Nice. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Ed. Nice. That's a a fantastic tip that I never even thought of. And, you know, he'd mentioned it's on a logo. And I know, Justin, you've been down that road before. They, uh, oh, I've they, bent many a swash plate. They on make the their logo. swashes out of uh, <laughs> aluminum foil, double <laughs> double bubble and aluminum foil. Exactly. Oh. Yep. <laughs> there's a there's a throwback. For Don't you. get me wrong. I yeah. love logos, but uh, yeah, and I love double bubble. <laughs> but <laughs> at least we know that that's where it all goes after four chews and the flavors cut. It goes straight yeah, to yeah. Mikado yep. for the swashes. What is up with that? That old bubble. Oh, I love that. It's like flavor gone instantly with that stuff. Dude, but it's yeah. it's like it's a little it's a little pink slice of heaven when it's there. It's so For good. Like 13 just, seconds, dude. Yeah. Yep. 13 I, seconds of awesome. And then it tastes like a camel crap in your mouth. Yeah, and it's like yeah. it gets like <laughs> hard to chew and shit. It's like yeah. that uh my favorite was the big league chew, by the way. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. the one that comes in the little packet and it's all shredded up. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Shove that in there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All That's the, a- and when you're playing little league ball, you could like hold it in your back pocket, like you were one of the big boys, you know? Oh yeah. And you get, oh, you yeah. know, you get that. You get onto first base and you you dust yourself off. I guess it'd be second base because you don't really slide into first base. And you get there, you dust yourself off, and you reach in the back pocket and open up the pouch. Oh yeah! Gotta get me another one. Yeah, before I steal this uh, next yep. base, I'm going to take me a big old hunk of big league chew. And but by, then, the, by time the time you get, you get over base, on the third. flavor's gone. <laughs> yeah, by third, the flavor's gone, and you're choking on this big ball of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome. So, anyway, uh, Ed, thanks a lot for that. Um, I love it when I love it when everyone, you know, sends those tips in. I think it's just great. I uh so, I want to give a shout out to uh, Grandpa Tony. Oh, Grandpa we Tony. We love we love Grandpa yeah. Tony's emails. It's it's like being scolded and 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 winked at at the same time. You know? <laughs> it's like yep. it's like you guys are brats. Wink wink wink. I it's a lot of fun hearing from you guys. So uh we love hearing from listeners. There's no no question about it. 
All righty. So this this week, hey got, hey Dan, what what should what? should we maybe do a, a quick review first? Oh my god! You know that I think I think the icon review is is ready. Oh, that is a fantastic idea. That was perfect pitch. By the yeah, way, that, that was very good. That was very nice. That. Is that what that was? Was that yeah? What key? What was that in? What key and what note? Was That's that? the key of uh, two fingers on the left testicle. <laughs> was that that's the key of turn your head and cough yeah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> all right guys well hey that that's a great segue i think uh, i actually strangely enough i forgot all about that icon review we we had a weird hunch yeah i, I didn't notice <laughs> it's just this kind of vibe that i was getting <laughs> yeah all right jesse the floor is yours my man tell us about the icon let's do it all right guys so first i want to Give a huge thank you to Heli Direct and Icon just for the opportunity to uh, get my hands on this unit. So um, let's start with just you know what I, per- you know, thought about the unit, initial impressions, that sort of thing. So you know, right when you open the box, it's all packaged up nicely, um, just like every other flybarless unit. And uh, what you'll find inside the box is pretty generic. Um, you know, a couple servo lead jumper wires and uh, that sort of stuff. Um, one thing I do want to note is it comes with. Two 3M the clear mounting tape. So in my in my personal experience, that's been my go-to mounting tape for mounting all my flybarless units on um, both nitro and electric helis. So that was a huge plus for me. I didn't have to you know go over to my personal stash, cut off a little piece of tape, mount the flybarless unit. I mean, they gave it to you right there in the box and two pieces at that. So um, that was a nice touch. Another thing that I noticed was, you know, coming from a mini V-bar, which you're fairly limited on the number of ports they give you on the mini V-bar. The Icon has, you know, tons of places to plug things in. Wiring it up is not a problem. Um, you know, satellite, Spectrum satellite support, S-Bus support, um, a place to plug in an RPM sensor for the internal gov. Um, so for, along, along the lines of that, it's really got it all in those aspects. So, you know, no wiring troubles. You can get redundant power to the unit very easily. Um, one thing I, I want to point out is the where you plug in the servos on the unit is on the opposite side of where you have to plug in the USB connection to program the unit. Now, I know on some smaller helis, this could cause a problem for some people as you need to be able to access the front and the back of the unit to be able to program it up and get it wired in your heli. So just to give you guys a quick rundown, if you guys haven't heard about the features and what the icon kind of has to offer... Um, first up is bank switching. The icon has three banks built into it. Um, what this means is, you know, right during the flight, you can switch into a different bank, change your head gain, tail gain. Um, in each bank, they give you the ability to enable things like the self-level, self-level the bailout feature. Um, you can en- enable the internal gov, so um, all that sort of stuff. So also in that list, you probably caught, it obviously has an internal governor, both for electric and nitro. And... Um, the bailout and self-level, which is like a huge feature. Um, never messed with anything like that before. So get into that in just a little bit. So as far as the installation goes, it was, you know, very straightforward, got everything wired up. Uh, no problems there. Now comes what I, in my opinion, the one hang up to this unit, the one thing kind of holding it back in my eyes. And that is the computer software that they give you to program this unit. Um, so right when you open it up, it's very, you know, visually appealing. Um, it's a great looking program. I mean, the only, the only problem is some of the directions during the setup I found to be slightly confusing and I've set up, you know, quite a few 
fly wireless systems. So take that for what it is. Um, basically, read the directions very carefully. Um, just make sure you're doing everything correct. Otherwise, it, it could have a huge, huge impact on your setup. So moving on, the so once you go through, you know, the initial setup, and you get the heli all programmed up, you kind of come to the end, and you're kind of like, okay, so you know, was that it? Is that how do how do I tune this thing? I guess is is what you might be asking yourself. Um, but if you'll notice, you you can go up to the top and you can access an advanced parameter menu. Um, now this opens up a ton of advanced parameters that you can tune. Um, this is going to give you all your, you know, head gains, tail gains, stop gains, gov gains, you know, just anything that you want to tweak and tune just to get this unit flying perfect and exactly how you want it. So my first flight with this unit was quite uneventful in the fact that I did not have a crash, but I did have to land the heli quite quickly after taking it off. Uh, uh, this was due to one, there was a head shake which was easily fixed with uh, lowering the head gain down just a little bit. And second, the head speed for the heli did not come anywhere close to the head speed that I had set in the software. Um, I could easily tell just by listening to it that it was two to 300 RPMs lower than what I had set, which was 2100 RPM, I believe. Um, I'm flying this on my 7HV 700 class heli. So going to the software, I'm kind of, you know, I'm stumped here for a little bit. I mean, there's not too much to change. You enter all your gearing information so the icon knows what it's dealing with. You type in your head speed and you're supposedly supposed to be good to go. Um, what I had to end up doing was raising up the I and the P gains a little bit for the governor. Um, immediately, the head speed was raised up and uh, everything was good to go from there. So with the, uh, I found this unit very, very easy to tune which, I mean, in my case is a huge plus. A lot of that was due to the bank switching. Um, I had never really messed around with bank switching on V-Bar since I always liked having the capability of changing my tail gain uh, right on the transmitter in the middle of the flight. So in V-Bar, you kind of have to pick, are you going to change the tail gain during flight or are you going to have bank switching? Um, not the case with the Icon. Um, so I can do both right in the middle of a flight, um, which was very helpful getting it tuned you know, very quickly. So just to, you know, a couple things on the performance. In general, I found this unit to be a very, very solid flying unit. I mean, it has a very connected, locked-in feeling from the second flight on. I mean, it really did not take me long to get head gain optimized, tail gain optimized, all those sort of things. Uh, one thing that I did notice was it, it seemed to be very, very forgiving. So, I mean, for all those people that have kind of struggled, uh, me being one of them with trying to get every last bobble out of the head, trying to get the tail nice and crisp, responsive, you know, all those sort of things. Uh, this unit seemed to be very forgiving in that aspect, uh, meaning that it really, I mean, Nick was there, Nick saw it on the, on the very first flight right out of the gate. I just started beating it up. I mean, like, yeah, like no, no big deal at all. So it just, it just did not have a lot of cyclic bobble that I had to tune out. Um, a very wide range of, of head gain seemed to, and it seemed to fly perfectly fine. So, I mean, that's, that's something that's huge in my book that I, I hate putting 30, you know, 20 to 30 flights on a unit just to get the thing tuned where it's like, okay, now I feel comfortable flying. Now I can start beating the heli up with it. So big plus there. The tail performance. In my opinion, this, I mean, this really separates a okay fly wireless unit from a good fly wireless unit. And in this case, the, the tail performance was very, very good, very solid. Um, a lot of the maneuvers that I like to do um, involve giving tail input as well as a lot of collective 
So what I'd found with other units, like such as the Beast X, which I'd flown before V-Bar, is this would cause you know bad period consistency, ne- a lot of negative tendencies with the tail. And some units just really don't like that, but not the case uh, with the Icon. So I put you know, 20, 30 flights on it. And yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. The, the tail is extremely precise. It was not a big deal at all to get the tail gain optimized, get the stop gains nice and crisp and just get everything good to go. So now just to talk just a little bit about the governor performance. So like I said, after I did raise the I and the P gain, got the head speed up to the correct level where it's supposed to be running, the gov actually t- performed very, very well. And this is coming from a heli jive. Uh, that's what I was running before I tried this. In my honest opinion, I got to say it, it holds head speed every bit as good as that heli jive did. I mean, it, it's really, really working well. Now, one, one thing that could be negative for some in other class helis was once I raised the I and the P gain high enough to where I got that correct head speed, the I and the P gain above that did not seem to have too much effect on the governor performance. Meaning even if I pegged them both at 100, um, I still didn't get a gov chatter, no overgaining symptoms, nothing like that. So, I mean, that's good in my case, you know, that the gov worked great on a 700 size heli, but it kind of makes me question slightly how tunable the gov will be on a smaller size heli that maybe it's not as optimized for. So, you know, maybe just one thing to keep in mind. Um, but I mean, on my heli, my setup running the Hobbywing speed controller, the Hobbywing RPM sensor, yeah, it, it performed very well. With a Scorpion uh, 4525, 520 LE motor, it just, everything seemed to work fine in that aspect. So now let's talk about the bailout feature, which I know tons of people have been asking about, been getting quite a few emails, Facebook messages, all that sort of stuff. So I got to say, guys, I was a little bit apprehensive at first, a little bit timid. Um, like I said, dude, you were scared. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, 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 I may, I may have called Nick a couple of times just saying, you know, should, should I do it? Should I go for it? Is this, and you know, just go up high and, uh, you know, see what's going to happen and then give me a call back and let me know. <laughs> so all in all, it does exactly, I mean, it does exactly what it should do. So, um, the, it's, it's very extreme. It's extreme simple to set up. I mean, you literally, you get the heli, so it's in a level position where the position you're going to want it to bail out in, and you literally go into the software and you press set level. And there you have it. That's your level position, which when you flip the bailout, that's what it's going to refer to. Um, I found it, I guess not a little, I just, I just didn't know how to enable the bailout or how that was going to work in the beginning. But once again, having bank switching uh, makes it quite simple. So I just programmed a three-position switch for banks one, two, and three, and then in banks two, in bank two, I activated the self-level mode. And so what that means is I'm flying around in bank one, everything's normal, and as soon as I flip that switch to go into bank two, it's going to activate this self-level mode and refer to the orientation in which you press the set level button in the software. So my first experience with this is, you know, I go up extremely high. I honestly have no idea what this thing's going to do. I'm just going, please work. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I just want enough space where I can go back to bank one and catch this thing if something bad happens. <laughs> so I go up and I throw the heli into a tail slide, um, disc towards me, tail down. And at about, you know, 50, 60 feet, I flip into bank two And my first, I mean, my initial reaction is holy crap. I mean, I was in fear of a boom strike. This thing self-leveled itself so quickly. 
I mean, it, it just like <laughs> the, the speed in which it corrected itself was just, in, it was insane. I mean, you I might have I, peed I, a little. Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe a little more. <laughs> Scrape the I bag. Mean, I mean, I, I can't make the heli move this fast by giving a full cyclic input. I mean, the thing just snaps to the level position. I mean, so, and, and another thing I should point out. So after, after I do this a few times, you know, upright bailout, upright bailout, kind of getting comfortable with the speed and how it works. Um, I'm like, you know, I am really not sure what's going to happen when I bail out inverted. I hadn't, I didn't, you know, read through all the specs on when all the listings on the website selling it. And I, I honestly had no idea. I'm like, you know, let's just take it up and see what happens. Well, let me just say it bails out upright every single time, even when you're inverted. <laughs> so that, that was, uh, that was a little scary too at first, but you know, just, once I kept messing around with it, it actually got quite comfortable and I could see how it could be very applicable and used in some situations where you really do need to rely on that bailout to help you get your orientation back. Is that speed adjustable? Do you know how the aggressiveness? So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if this, the speed at which it self-levels is adjustable, but there is a parameter in there. So, I mean, my, my kind of take on the bailout is it's kind of... A, it's kind of a bonus. I mean, there's there's not a ton of parameters to tune the bailout per se, but there's a ton of parameters to tune the self-level mode, which, oh, okay. is, which is what you activate. So I think it's it's kind of like they include it in the feature set, but the, there's not a lot of tunability to the bailout. I mean, yeah, because I mean, it's it's kind of a little bit cheating. I mean, you, you enable self-level, but in order for self-level mode, the heli has to be level. So... Yeah you're flying along, you enable self-level and then the heli's level. So that's, that's kind of your bailout. So, and just so everyone's clear, self-level, when we talk about self-level, it's more like that coax. Yeah. Which all, yeah. So, and that, like I said, I kind of consider that a whole nother feature. So I want to ask you a question before I forget it, because we're kind of, I'm a little confused as to, you say you have to tell it where level is now. Is that, is there like, a programmable button, like a, you flick the switch and that tells it, or yeah, is so it like you set it on the bench and then hit yeah, the stop? So, so literally, I mean, okay. I, I had no intentions when I went out to the field that day, I had no intentions of trying the self-level out that day. It just happened to, you know, I just happened to, while I was out at the field say, okay, I, I think I'm going to go for it. So what you're supposed to do, the textbook way of doing it is, you know, get out your levels, make sure the heli is actually sitting level. And then there's just a button in the software where you can press self-level. So on the bench. Set, on the bench. Yeah, on, on the bench, you can press set level in the software, and that's the position that it will remember. I happen to do that at the field on the bed of my truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and it, it still worked. Um, but yeah, so I wonder the, the if self- you could sell I, I wonder if you could tell it level inverted. You know, I wasn't if you could bra- flip I it upside down on the bench. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually I don't advocate you trying it. Dude, why don't just you, I, you should the set question. the you should set it, the it might be. set so, the set the level um, at uh, like a ninety degree angle on the actual so roll. There, bail so that knife it, edge, baby. That it will because there there is parameters in there to adjust the level position. So if you bail out and you find oh it's tipping it's going forward and to the right, you can go into the software under the self-level section in the advanced parameters and say, you know, a little back elevator and left aileron. So that's kind of cool because then you don't cool. have to re reset it all up on the bench and everything. Once you just get it ballpark in the middle, hit set level, go try it. And then if it's got a little drift, you can correct it with the software, not 
you know, you don't have to go through like right. the physical leveling process. Yeah, exactly. So it, it does make it a lot quicker. Now, I, when you I flip the switch, Jesse, does it take all control over from you? So like if you were to try to move cyclic, just say in an extreme situation, you flip the switch and you start stirring cyclic. Will it actually add the stir into the so, self-level or the bailout? It was extremely quick, but I tried to do that and I didn't, I couldn't catch it. So okay, I, so I want to say, probably I just say completely no. takes over control of cyclic. It sounds yeah, that, like. Yeah, I, yes. But like I said, it's, it's just so incredibly fast. And, and another huge thing is since it bails out upright every single time, positive pitch is always going to be the answer to get you away from the ground. So, I mean, you don't have to worry about, you know, go give a negative pitch if it were to bail out inverted. I mean, it's going to bail out upright every time. Oh, so okay. So that's another good point. So then it does not, uh, it doesn't have a collective pitch portion to the no, bailout. It, it does not take over collective pitch. It just takes over cyclic. It gets the heli upright in the disc level. It's not, it's not even necessarily going to put you tail in. So that's so it happens so quickly that you could literally just hit the switch and immediately add positive pitch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's, it's literally that that quick. I mean, I wouldn't recommend, obviously you got to be smart about where you hit the bailout of, you know, under 15, 10, 15 feet. I probably wouldn't recommend. There, there is something funny you said that I just kind of want to make note of real fast. And when you said, oh, I took it up way high, really high. And then yeah. you qualified that statement by saying 50 or 60 feet. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was, that no, was that's when, when he hit the switch. Out. That's when I hit the switch. That's what I, I mean. You said, I'm going to take it up real high and try it. I'm going to take it high so, for him. That's high. Yeah, that's high. Dan, you've seen me fly. That's, that's high. Shit, dude, that's my that's my that's, that's, like, that's my deck, yo. That's six, mis- <laughs> six mistakes. That's why I smack down at. That's like <laughs> that's six mistakes high. That's plenty of time. <laughs> that's no, where, so, that's where I do my throwdown at, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, like I was saying, the self level. This, I mean, in my opinion, this is a whole nother feature. So the self-level mode can be activated the whole entire flight if you would like. You can take off in the self-level mode, you can fly in the self-level mode, and you can land in the self-level mode. So the really cool part about this is, like Nick mentioned, it makes any size fly barless heli fly like a coaxial heli. Um, you're going to give you know cyclic input, and as soon as you center the cyclic stick, the heli is going to pop right back to that level position, exactly like you would find with a fixed pitch or coaxial. Um, another really cool feature. Wait, wait, before you go on. This, yeah. Okay, so you're flying. Yep. Are 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 any of the cyclic inputs dampened? Well, that's what I was just going to say. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. No, so that you can actually limit in the software the degrees of tilt that the that the uh, flybars unit will allow. So I set it up to about you know 55 degrees or 45 degrees of tilt. So a full, let's say, full right aileron will only let the heli tip 45 degrees. It's impossible to get it inverted. Oh, dude, I see huge possibilities with that. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, you can fly the heli around. You're going to have no worries about, you know, giving too much input. It's not going to go inverted on you. When it's time to land, you can, you know, you pop the stick back to center. The heli's going to level. Dude, that's like heli in trainer mode there. Exactly. That's like, so, the, that's like the trainer planks with the huge dihedral in the wing where you just let go of the sticks and everything levels out. It's a big ass MCX now. It is. <laughs> and that, I I flew it around for a couple of flights. I mean, that's exactly. It brought me back to the MSR days. Oh man, that's that huge. Like, that, that is huge. Yeah. So that is a very and like I said, and you can change that um that degree. So I mean, you know, you start one. Okay, I want to do some really like steep bank turns, almost knife edge. I still don't want it to be able to roll over. 
mean, you can set that at 120 degrees or, you know, whatever you want. So that is a really, I do. I I would like to say this. That is a fantastic, that is a fantastic, that is so awesome. Such a great idea for a guy who's like when I started, didn't have anybody around. Exactly. Um, but keep in mind too, guys, that could also really hinder you. Uh, if you, well, I guess it, I guess it could it, set up bad habits. It, 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 could, it, it could, You. but you know, if, if you go into it realizing, look, this is just trainer mode. I'm just doing this to get some confidence. Yeah, and you slowly start to dial that out. It's really no different than switching helis. I mean, saying, "Well, no, I don't even want to start on a coax because I'll build bad habits." Well, I mean, it's 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 learning. Yeah, you know, as long as you yeah. don't stick with them. And I guess the cool part about this is you could basically switch helis yeah. in flight the bank, with the bank switching. Yeah. So, yeah. D- tell me this, guys: Does not the 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 Scoopum or the HC three? Do they have? Do they do? Yeah, they the do HC3 this? does. The HC3 oh, yeah. will do this as well? Oh, yes. it's got freaking this. It is the, the, heli, the heli command, command has like the so key. many different options. Oh, yeah. in but you it. can it's do got yeah. basic and advanced tuning to the self-leveling and bailout. Yep. It's, but you can do this too. You can fly yes. it around in this yes. mode and let yep. go yep. of the sticks and everything levels up. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. yep. That no, is the, that is so cool. I, it's I, got the heli commands like the, you know, it's the creme de la creme of the self-level bailout. I mean, that's its calling card. That's yeah, its I mean, thing. It, hands down, it has more more parameters you can change and it's more tunable. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with, I mean, th- this unit I've found, it, I mean, this Dude, works very well as I, advertised. I am getting one of these for the sole purpose of having it on one helicopter. So when new people show up at the field. Ooh, you're, it, you're getting brave now. Dude, I'm telling oh, yeah. you, think well, about think no, about think this. About it. You put combine it up and, this with buddy boxing. Even even yeah, even, if you combine it with buddy box, I dude, mean, this you, is just you wouldn't even need buddy box. And think about this because you could just hand the transmitter back. <laughs> exactly, you take it up high enough. You let you, it go. You let it level. You hand it to them, and you're just right there, ready to take it. And, you, and if they run into trouble, just say, "Let go of the sticks and hand me the radio." Yep. Yeah, that's fantastic. So what else, Jesse? I want to hear the rest. So like like you're asking Nick if we can change the speed. The only parameter that I found in here that you can change the speed on is in the self-level mode, which is how quickly the heli will snap back to that level position. Which, okay, my uh, my guess, and I, I remember we talked about this on the phone, yeah. and I don't think you ever tried it. My guess is that will affect the bailout. How, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then we kind of went into... probably the, the self-leveling gain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then we went into like three weeks of rain and I haven't had a chance to actually yeah. confirm that. But yeah, <laughs> but I, I would agree that it would slow down that 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 boom strike worry because I mean, yeah. you, you do. I mean, in your case, you're running a bunch of head speed, uh, you know, yeah. but that could be a concern. And, and I'm, I'm sure that's that's what that would do. Oh, that's not good. on this fine compass machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shameless act of self-promotion. Oh, my God. Compass. He's picking up. Dude, he's picking up freaking pointers from Dan, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so. I mean, basically, that that just that about wraps up the review. I want to do a, a quick, you know, I have flown Beast X, and obviously, you guys know, I just have been flying V-Bar for about six, seven months. So, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of flights on the V-Bar. And in, in my opinion, the I now see the Icon and the V-Bar as equal units. I mean, sure, the, the V-Bar has the software figured out. The Icon might not quite be there, although it's still you know very visually 
appealing software. Quite, I mean, it's easy to use. You just got to be very careful when you're reading the directions. And it was laggy too, wasn't it? Yeah, that's another thing. Is um, it? I found on my computer, which runs very quickly, solid state drive. So I mean, programs just usually launch instantly. It seemed to take just. I mean, not a big deal, but it seemed to take just a little longer to launch the software for the icon. And this is actually kind of a little bit of a concern or negative because every time you can't just leave the software running and plug in the unit. So you every single time you want to connect the unit, there's a very specific order that it has to be connected in, which is you have to you know connect the USB port to the unit, plug the USB into your computer, power on the unit, and then launch the software. Oh, that pissed me off. Um, so it's not just a quick unplug. <laughs> and I have patience. no patience for this. Patience. So PC, Mac? Um, PC, oh. Windows. So all you Mac guys, you know, boot camp, VMware. But, you know, here here's the thing, though. I mean, back to the software a little bit, Jesse. If if the software is really the only major complaint <laughs> then you've yeah, got, that you've that, got, that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's it's, pretty... That's pretty neat because if this is going to be a big thing, then the company is going to start listening to the users and software yeah. something that they can update exactly. down the road. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if there I mean, was a it, hardware problem, that would be a different thing entirely. But it sounds like it's a pretty solid system, it, man. Yeah. I mean, li- I mean, I want to say honestly, when I was flying this system, if I, to where I had it flying with the V bar and to where I have it flying with the icon. I couldn't tell you the difference flight characteristic wise. I mean, they are that close. I mean, it's, it's and it just, was a whole hell of a lot easier to tune than the V bar, huh? It, it was <laughs> about, I would say about half the flights to get it tuned in. Man. And I mean the, the V bar. So here's kind of a little, I've never tried the internal gov on a V bar because I want to avoid a freaking wiring disaster trying to get a mini V bar on my heli to use the internal gov. Oh yeah, screw that. Which he tried. He tried. And people I was, were pitching me crap about that on Facebook. I oh was my like, goodness. So in yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I want, you know, redundant power and all that good stuff. So there just isn't enough ports on the mini V bar. The icon has all those ports that you need. So that I mean, yeah, it just it just keeps adding up. I mean, the icon is just a great all around unit. And what and, uh what's it go for? That's it. Just keeps getting better. the the retail <laughs> The retail price is two twenty four ninety nine. Oh, you see, you and, see, and that's, if you watch carefully, good. I've seen them go on sale for I think it was one seventy nine ninety nine. Oh, one seventy nine. Now, okay, I do have one question. There's one thing I never caught back up with you on. Yep, you had the Gov maxed out the gain on the Gov, and because yes. I, I remember I was out there that day, and. Uh, that was, you know, a concern that we couldn't get it to overgain. We couldn't find that top end. Yeah. Were you, and you were, last time I heard you were still getting a slight. Now it wasn't big, but it was a slight RPM drop over the course of the flight. Yes. And I'm glad you brought that up because I did completely forget about that. Um, it was about, I think we tacked it. It was like a, at the end when I had it fully tuned, it was a 35 RPM drop in the governed head speed. Okay, which um, from the beginning to the end of flight. Um, yeah, and I don't think we should really put uh, like icon down for the you know for the head speed being off at the beginning because that seems to no, be a, that was a, a trend. A, well, it's a kind of a trend with all the flybarless units that have external gov. If the gain's too low, they don't they don't come up to the correct head speed. You have to get the gain close to where optimal is, and then it'll have the correct head speed. But 
it, it sounds like they just need to extend the governor gain range. Yeah, on. get the yeah, let you go a little higher on the IMP. Yeah. Okay. And then my yeah, the the plastic case is still my my only worry because we never got a chance to uh, you never got a chance to yet. I know you've got it on your N5 now, but we didn't get a chance to fly it on a nitro. I know like the NX4, you know, when even Gowie recommends. Now they've got the little Gowie mini V-bar for the NX4. Uh, they're saying that on that heli, you have to run it with a metal plate. So thin tape, metal plate, thin tape. I mean, but that's, again, it's not necessarily against the icon because any plastic unit fly barless system is going to, be yeah. susceptible to that. And, so, and hopefully, I can give a, an update, a little update report on that because, like I said, it's installed right now. I used um, two layers instead of I used one layer on the electric of the 3M tape. I'm going to use two layers on the nitro, which is what I usually do. And hopefully, within you know by next week, I will have gotten in a couple flights on that and see how it performs on the nitro. So hopefully, we can clear that up. Yeah, sweet man. So, I want you guys to clear up a few terms for us. Sure. Uh, just because um, I'm just what is what is uh, governor chatter? What is that? Um, so when you you're you're out flying around, usually it's on like the unload of the head. Um, so you're flying around, you load the head really hard, and then you go mid stick really quick. You know, like on a nitro where you'd get there, it kind of overspeed right. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it will actually kind of do a weird chirping sound. Like, you know, yeah. you'll load the head and then it'll chirp, 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 chirp. So it'll do like this kind of weird little chirping chatter okay. sound. And, and that's an over gain. It, think of, yeah. you know what, you know what your tail does when you're flying around and your tail gain's right. too high? Right, right. You just get it into that spot. Yeah. It's no different. It's just a hunting Yep. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. And I'm assuming that's what the gains and the governor are all about. It's all about hunting, yes. hunting for that head speed. Yeah, it's really yeah. no different than tuning a tail. Okay. I mean, it, it's all the same concept. Exactly. All righty. So you liked it, Jesse. You thought it was a good unit. I do. It will. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely be keeping one on a heli in my on a heli in my fleet. So nice. I like it. And who knows? We might even see a couple more on some other helis in my fleet as well. Dude, the electric gov was smooth. It was, I, I'm not kidding when I said it, I mean, it's right there with the heli jive. I I personally think it's that's saying a lot, man, because Contronic is like the king of electric government. I just don't feel right saying it was better. Is, is, well, can you do that? I mean, is that yeah? It's it's sort of blasphemous. I think so, without logging RPM and actually being able to prove in the tens of RPMs that it holds head speed better, what I can say audibly from being out at the field is that it it handles overspeeding five mm-hmm. times better than a Contronic. Much much better. I can get the Contronic to way way overspeed. Where this, not not so much. <laughs> nice. That's cool. So, I'm liking it. It's a good unit. Awesome, and like dude. I said, with, with the feature set, I would I mean, I would recommend this unit from to, to basically anyone, whether you're just starting or whether you're throwing it down. Dude, it's changing. Like the times are yeah. they're they're all they're all awesome. That's yep. that's the awesome part. There's it I think I mean for me, I don't think that you pick a unit now based on quote unquote how it can fly. Because they really all can fly great. Truthfully, yep. the only one that I've flown that I didn't care for that still, you know, 
a, a, a contender in the market is Beast X. And I flew it for a long time only because I didn't, I didn't know what else was out there. I hadn't experienced the betterness, you know. But uh, now that we've got all these units, they all fly amazingly capable. You're, you're down to cost and features. So don't be afraid to pick them, you know, well, which one's going to fly, quote unquote, better. I, I mean, the Heli Command, all the ones that we've done reviews on, and we've picked them, you know, yeah, they, with a specific purpose that we're, you know, guessing that they're going to fly good. And they all have. It's just oh, what yeah. features do you want? And also, too, let's uh, the brain icon. Same thing, right? Yep. Yeah. The, the icon actually says MSH right on it. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So I would say exact same thing. All righty. Geez, are you done yet or do you got more? I think that's it. About time, God! You, you want a schedule or something? Not really. Just thought I'd throw yeah, Jesse some shit. I thought this was a free flowing episode. Dude. Yeah, for all of us except for you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you are here. You are here at my whim. <laughs> you are the compass guy, so you will talk when spoken to. God. <laughs> I, did, I, I did. I, I did have a listener tell me I need to quit giving compass so much shit. I think you've had a couple. You know what that means? You're doing a good you're job. That means I have to turn it up. I was oh. going to say, that means you're not giving them enough shit. This is Pinion for HeliPros.com. You know, sometimes Pinion is out practicing his low-altitude crop circles, or maybe even some low-altitude smack with a little 3D thrown in for good measure, or maybe even an epic skid bump, and things go awry, and I break apart or two on my precious heli. That is when I need helipros.com to come through for me because not only do they have great prices, but they have the parts in stock and can deliver them quickly so that I can get back in the air as quickly as possible. And for this, Pinion is eternally grateful. Remember, my friends, helipros fly hard because helipros has the parts. Yes. So anyway, uh, moving along then. Um, before Jessly, just Jessly, just see it's contagious. Yeah. It's contagious. It's contagious. <laughs> contagious. Yeah, I think Nick. I you know I didn't I didn't get him for it, but he said betterness. Better. I did say betterness. He's, he's and that like was making making words up, dude. That's, that's, that's a great word though. That's, that's a, great. That's a Nick. It is. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a, a Nickism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excuse me, Mister uh, Schlod. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but but here's the thing. Schlode is an awesome word. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, it's excusable if it rates high enough on the scale of awesome. Oh yeah, dude. Just if its awesomeness awesome. is is sufficiently high, then it it's worth it, trust me. Okay. All, all right. right, all right, all right. So, um of course last week, uh, last 3 weeks we've had topics concerning uh the newer guys. We always like to revisit those uh, those conversations because sometimes they are neglected, and it's been a good three episodes. Lots of feedback. Uh, a lot of listeners really appreciate that, both new and uh, not so new. So yeah. this week we don't really have a topic. You know, we just did uh, Jesse's review, and that was, I guess, maybe that was the topic. But we're just going to kind of move on and talk about some randomness here. Um, We'll, we'll start off with uh, Nick was posing a question to me before the news. 
and I have since forgot what that was. <laughs> but it had something to do with the multiple helicopters. Do you remember what that was, Nick? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm kind of curious if anyone, and you particularly, I, I want to know what your options are. And, I, and I'm just kind of curious in general if anyone is planning on adding something a little out of the ordinary. I am. At, I am con- contemplating that. Yeah. Are Are you gonna like give? Are you just gonna leave us hanging? I think and I'm wait? gonna. I think I'm gonna leave you hanging, dude. Uh, I, oh, you uh, got to give us a hint, uh, man. Cool. <laughs> I um, look. You know, I I was getting a little shit today in the chat room um, because I talked about getting uh, an electric 700, and of course. Uh, we all know Dan's all about the nitro. Yes. Yes, nitro. Yes, nitro. And look, I don't see myself ever just switching to electric because I don't like electric. <laughs> <laughs> but you want a 700 But I, I just, I kind of feel like I'm missing, I might be missing out on something by not having an electric 700. Right? Yeah. Oh, you don't oh, have to. Oh, you are. You don't have to, like, explain it to me. And so... All right, so I've been thinking about my options, and I don't know which way I'm going to go. Goblin. That's an option. Uh, Gowie. Highly unlikely. <laughs> I, I am one of the few people that have not bought into the Goblin hype. Very true. I don't see myself flying a Gowie. I mean, there's lots of options. There's the Thunder Tiger, the G4. There's uh, miniature I- aircraft. Do I dare say the Compass Seven? Oh, you can say it all you want. V. You can uh, say it all you want. Can it? Can it at least make the option? It's going to fall on deaf ears, but you can say it all you want. <laughs> can you just put it on the the option list? Dan, I tell you what, I'll put it at the very very bottom of the you know. List. There that you would go. Just the make bottom of the so list. I'll put inside. it on the list that sits on the roll of paper next to my toilet. You know. <laughs> um, per- perfect. You know. So I'll take it. You know. I just. Something in me says, don't get another Align. You've got enough Align helicopters, right? Mm-hmm. I've never had a, a, well, a 500 is the only electric Align I've ever had. Uh, flew it for a while. Didn't mind it, but didn't really fly it a lot. I did, uh, I did, a, I was really getting into Ed 600 this summer. I was enjoying flying that. Smooth helicopter. Oh, yeah. God, that's a really nice flying helicopter. But I have a feeling that all of these new electrics have that feeling just because they're so powerful and so smooth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to be honest with you, even if I did choose a compass, <laughs> I probably would like it because, look, they're just big and fancy and powerful, and I really don't know which way I'm going to go. Uh, well, I actually do, but I'm not going to reveal it. Uh, i mean i've got a few contenders it's narrowed down it's narrowed down to about four models so uh, nice as we progress and also to the nx4 that's still on my list i'm i'm pretty sure i'll have one of those before spring rolls around oh yeah yeah that's gonna be great and that kind of knocks off the x7 off the top because yeah yeah it it does i i'm not the only reason the nx4 because that size nitro Come on, I can't pass that up. Just freaking cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. And to boot, I already have all the all the shit I need for it. 
other yeah, than you're going to need flybots. a cool power NX4. I do need yeah. a cool power. NX4. There you go. <laughs> I, anyway, yeah. I'm wondering if uh, somehow I can get a cool power E 700. Mm, no. Damn it. Well, no. I'll call it that anyway. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, put a sticker on there. There you go. <laughs> I'll call it my cool powery. Your cool powery. <laughs> oh my god. All right, That's enough of, enough about me and my uh, possible choices of helicopters. Let's talk a little bit about um, all this crap that's been going on in the hobby with uh, the forums. Oh, dude, and man, the, the, the craziness! That I'm is, having withdrawals. I'll tell you what. You know, I can't log on to anything. I don't understand uh, because there's a, the one thing that really kind of pisses me off is. You've got, you've got a person who is behind the scenes at these particular sites, and you may not like them, right? You may have a disagreement with them. You may have an issue. But all that's happening is you're disrupting the community, you know, by yeah. doing these things. And I got a, a note here, all kinds of rumors floating around the interwebs. I got a note from a friend. Uh, he goes, well, I got another rumor about the whole Run Rider thing. And I, I don't follow Mark Ryder's Twitter posts, but apparently he's been updating people on Twitter about what's been happening over there at Run Rider. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess he made a post on Twitter that says he got an email from his sister admitting she was the perpetrator of the attack. And he's having a hard time getting himself to believe it. And apparently she works for him as an accountant. And this just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, I, uh, why would you, why would you do that? (laughs) Why would you disrupt your employer's, uh, sent their source of income? I don't understand. But anyway, it's just one of many rumors. Oh, it says she's not. (laughs) He says right here to clarify. My sister is not my bookkeeper, but my father-in-law is in California. Oh, Okay. See, that's the rumor thing. Oh, play that telephone game, man. And and that's weird, man. If if you were in Mark's shoes and it was your sister, would you tell the world? No, I wouldn't. And and if you know who it is, I I did a little searching myself to find out what you know penalties you could face. And here in the United States, you can face up to ten years in prison for that. Oh, yeah, they take it seriously. If they find out who did it, which a DDoS attack is virtually impossible unless somebody fesses up to it. So does that mean since he has publicly, is that does he have to press charges or does the feds get a hold of that and go? That's a good question. It's too late now. It's public. We're going to investigate it. And if we find out she did it, she's going to prison. Or maybe that's what he wants to do without having... <laughs> without yeah, having to so actually call the police. I, it's just, it's a weird ball of mess. And, of and course, what, what's her angle on this? Well, maybe he, maybe he said that your turkey's too goddamn dry at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, it just seems, man, I, I can't help but, you know, and, and even now Helifree has been having DDoS attacks. Will said it himself. It almost, I just can't, help but think like man i'm i'm so glad that i'm making an effort 
to go through this hobby and not burn bridges along the way. And I think it's kind of easy to do once you get a little maybe big in your shoes and you hold some very high member forums, you know, you get you do get a little bit godlike. And in your man, own in your own mind. In your own mind, absolutely. But, you know, then what happens is you don't I just think people underestimate the damage that one to two individuals can do from sitting, potentially just sitting at a desk in their house. And it, to me, it kind of seems like everyone's kind of just reaping that now. And I don't, I mean, I think it, that it's absolutely horrible. No one should ever have to go through this, no matter how much of a, you know, D-bag you are. And I'm not, I'm not saying that either of the guys, I'm not saying that Mark is, but, but you know, it's just still, it's just such a, horrible thing and such a cheap way out for someone, you know, to pose these attacks. But usually these kind of attacks wouldn't just come on someone just because. No, I agree with that. But the problem I have with that is it doesn't make these people suffer really. I mean, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, right here, Mark said in his in his tweet, he yeah. said, this is why I pulled the plug. The perps did not count on me walking away from 30K level three contract obligations. So he just walked away. Boom, done. I'll just shut the site down. Screw up. Not even worth messing with it anymore. Well, That's and before a, he shut the site down, he wait a also minute. Are made Are you telling comment. me that it's done for good? He's done for good? Well, for now. No, for now. Okay. For now. That's, he shut well, the whole thing down. He shut all the servers down. All right. So tell me, explain to me what you mean. I mean, are you telling me that... I See, look, I struggle with that. Because look, um, the community has to have outlets. Yeah. And yep. no matter... I mean, I, I guess I understand what you're saying, but I just think it sucks. It just sucks because... Well, there's two sides of it. There is, it, but Joe Blow on in in Kansas, he doesn't have anything to do with any of these politics. He just goes to Heli Freak or he goes to Run Rider because he wants to learn about his Blade 500. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he is unable to do that. It, yeah. It's just a huge impact on the growth of the hobby. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't think that that's – they don't really care because, again, somewhere along the way – they just pissed Some, somebody someone off pissed someone off bad enough and took it to a personal enough level that you know they're willing to put out this much effort and, and it is it's I mean it's strictly if when you run a business that's based solely on advertising <laughs> if you can't advertise you don't have a business yeah and Mark even said himself before he shut the site down he had to pull the plug on uh, covering the OHB the Orlando heli blowout fun fly because this happened a couple of days before yeah. and he re he refunded all of the advertisers. He made a comment that he had to refund all the advertisers cancel his tickets. Wow. Ouch. No, I mean like, like yeah, refund the advertisers on the site. That is oh, yeah, a yeah. ton of money. Yeah. That's not cheap. Yeah. However much the monthly advertising costs are. And that doesn't even count the investment of trying to fight it, which I think is what he finally just kind of said, you know what, I'm going to end up spending more. 
I, I mean, I don't, the community will suffer for now, but, you know, if it was to pop back up next month, I don't think that it would, it would see a blow in membership. Not at all, because it's, you know, it's Runrider. It's, it's just as much of a place that Runrider people call home as Helifreak people call Helifreak home. And, the, and those people will stay loyal to it. You know, the the big question would just be the advertisers that would be the big impact because they're going to be like, well, do we just leave the plug pulled? And, you know, now that we got our contract canceled, can should we just go somewhere else or should we take a risk? Yeah, it definitely opens up some leverage on the advertiser side, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's that's what I kind of almost feel like it, it might have. That's what it reeks of to me is that someone looking to gain by shutting down one of the two big players. I mean, that's a big portion of the heli forum market. That's half, realistically. Yeah. It could also just be someone that wants to be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) And there are a lot of those people out there. Yes, there are. (laughs) It scares scares me, guys. It scares me from our standpoint because, you know, as we grow here at RCHN, there is no way in hell we could afford a $70,000 defense. There's just no way that ever ever will happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it saddens me. I'm not going to lie. I hate to see it. I know a lot of friends that really considered Run Rider a home. Uh, I had just started revisiting Run Rider, and um, I'm not a big forum guy to begin with. I I mean, in the four years I'd been in the hobby, I think I'd posted 250 times on Heli Freak, and that's not very big. But I did – I soaked it up i guess that's my use of the forums yeah um did you see that other one that popped up what's that this wouldn't surprise me at all i mean this doesn't surprise me i saw a post on facebook some new forum that popped up a couple of the guys have talking about it. i don't even remember the address of it but um you know i i quickly went by and grant glanced at it and it's all you know all laid out to be all big and <laughs> i mean it looks like Hey, here we go. Here's what we're going to replace Run Rider with. I know that it's, you know, different people, but that's the the visual look that it had to it. Yeah. And it I mean, hey, I guess if you're going to you're going to start one, now's the time, not trying to <laughs> you know, <laughs> not trying to like capitalize capitalize on someone else's weakness, but like you said, I mean, Dan, you said it. People have to have an outlet. Yep. You know, and that's all we want to do, man. We just want to talk about it. <laughs> we just need helicopters rule our lives. RC yeah. helicopters rule our yeah, lives. They do. Yeah. We are all Sad addicts. True. Yeah. And um, we search out many avenues. Well, guys, the new year's upon us. Hopefully this year you guys got all of those cool little heli gadgets and gizmos that you wanted. Probably ended up with some batteries. I've got a little bit of advice for you. Why don't you head over to ProgressiveRC.com. They've got all your charging accessories over there at ProgressiveRC. They've got charging cases, adapters, different charging leads, pretty much everything you'll need to get those brand new packs ready to fly. So go check them out, ProgressiveRC.com. Also, too, um, I saw a video here recently. We'll kind of move along from the drama stuff. And I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's been circulating around on Facebook, 
it's that uh, that Goblin video that or that Orlando Heli blowout video. You guys seen that yet? I have not. Oh, dude! Which one? There have yeah, been a which, couple of them. Well, it's it's the one that has that really high production value. Um, is it like the the official SAB Goblin one? Uh, I don't know if it's the official SAB think, Goblin, but it's like. Is it the one that has like director's cut in the title? I don't. It's got. It starts off with the GPS on the dashboard, and then it goes and it has like some visual road and it's got like Bert's name in it and Kyle Stacy's name in it. I don't think yeah, I've I seen think that it's, one. I think I'm looking at it right now. I think it's Goblin to Glory. I th- I think is the one you're talking about. Well, uh, it's the new. It's it's just just was released. It's yeah. Uh, yep. It's on. It's, it, I I watched it just the other night. It was on uh, on the news feed from Bert Camera. Excellent video. The production value is fantastic. You guys that um, we've heard. I've heard, I'm thinking you guys have heard that uh, crash that Bert had at that event when he was doing that really high-speed hurricane and he literally disintegrated a goblin. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. That is nice. that is in high def. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Definitely check that video out. It's a really good video. They did a good job. I mean, we kind of we kind of ripped on on uh, the other video. Of course, this was done by a different person. Uh, but they did that video with Bert and Bobby and all those guys. I think it was the Road to the Masters or something like that. Oh, that was the Smack Talk one. Yeah, yeah. It was in conjunction yeah. with Smack Talk. We kind of... No, this is an official... Um, I'm just watching the intro here. This is an official SAB video. Um, it says an Outgroove production. Yeah, it's a really good video. They did a really good job. I mean, it's got some nice effects, but I do want to bring up one point about it now they were talking about how big this fun fly was and i have no doubt it was big and maybe it was this particular day maybe everybody was leaving but they did the final shot um obviously it's a camera hooked onto probably a quad um but it just starts like in this at the center of the flight line and goes straight up to give you an aerial view of this fun fly Mm-hmm. And Nick, if you're watching the video now, if you can, fast forward to the last maybe 30 seconds um, and take a look. It, <laughs> I don't know if I would have used that shot because it doesn't make it look like it was all that impressive. And, and I have no doubt that it was. And like I said, this could have been Sunday when everyone was leaving or maybe even early Thursday before everybody got there. But there's just not a lot of people there or tents or anything. Maybe they just didn't want to get that shot when there were a lot of people there for safety. It's hard to say. Oh, I got you. There it was right there. That didn't look too bad. Yeah, it doesn't. But look look at the aerial video from HeliPros. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a, that's an angle. Angle of the dangle. Is that what made that one look better? I mean, it, it, yeah. it just doesn't feel huge. Like I'd love to go to that one, but man... I, uh, Dude, talk about Urcha being on the other side of the world. Yeah, I yeah, know. no joke. That's on that, the other side of the world plus a thousand. Yeah, yeah. they. I don't <laughs> know. They got way too much baby mama drama over there for me. Yeah, I haven't heard anything else about the drama. I do. Um, I you know, I I haven't sent Bert any communications uh, because I kind of want to give him some time to chill out. He's been he's busy, 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 and um. 
I'm going to send him one this week to get him on the show. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it because we've had Bert on the show before and we all know he's no stranger to telling us what he thinks. Yeah. Uh, it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to hear his side of things or even if he wants to talk about it at all. Maybe this is something he's going to just choose to not talk about it, but man, talk about some drama down there. I guess uh, apparently now Mike Fortin is no longer a member of Torches down in Florida. Of course, Torches is the club down there in Florida where uh, Orlando Heli Blowout is, is held. Yeah, they're... They're blaming him, I guess, on all the drama. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Man. I guess it has something to do with uh, somebody decided to call the local authorities and say these guys aren't permitted to do this, that, and the other. And the next thing you know, there's cops showing up asking people for identifications and ouch, and <laughs> yeah. just causing bad day. What part about yeah. uh, fun fly did? <laughs> Did it? Did they not pick up on? Yeah, well, they missed that. S- s- all right, somebody, somebody did it. Uh, was it Mike Fortin? I have no evidence to say it was or it wasn't. But whoever did it, did it in spite. There's no question, right? I mean, why would you do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. True. They they I need mean, a uh, some sort of a douchebag filter on the entrance. They do, and I mean, you don't do that. You don't do something like that the day the event starts. Because you're concerned about safety. I mean, that's something that you bring up long before. If that is your goal, if that is your concern, yeah. Uh, or you go to one of the people in charge of the event. Yeah, or you know, if well, you're concerned about safety. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's yeah, just another drama. Drama. I think it's that time of year. Everyone's getting a little antsy. Yeah, just yep. everyone getting antsy, and even that you know, even the warm weather dicks, they get to fly all year, but. I mean, there's still that, just that kind of cycle where you get burned out for a while. Yeah. Like, you know, like you said, your attitude starts to get a little crappy and then you need to, you know, just take a little break. I, I think it's the event kind of pushes that time of year. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I noticed that to- for me, I, I, towards the end of the summer, I really kind of started feeling like that. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys, they fly all year round. So it's just kind of like this ongoing thing and you never, you know, they never they're never forced to take that break and get recouped. Like for us, man, <laughs> geez, we get a nice, uh, beautiful, you know, blue sky, sunny day in the spring. Man, I feel like I won the damn lotto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're so pumped and excited I, I, to fly. We're, well, we're, we're dicks for a completely different reason. It's because <laughs> we don't get any flying in. They've yeah. done so much. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, yeah, they show up out it's, there and it's like, oh, hell, I am not flying with that guy out here. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all they've got to worry about. It's the oh, drama. No, he did. Uh, excuse me. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Your time is till 8. It is 8.02. I need you to leave now, you know. Yeah. And us, it's like, uh-uh. No, you just get out to the field. and Stay away who, from those you don't want to be around. Yeah. yeah, but who we cares? don't have time for that shit, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we gotta fly. We gotta get some flights in. I didn't come out here to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I got. Uh, we had our. Uh, I didn't go, but our club, of course. Uh, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know, stranger to the Discord at uh, my local club, uh, full of politics as well. Ridiculous amounts of politics, a strange amount of politics, actually, for the size of the club, because it's funny. I mean, there's so many politics, yet no one's ever there. 
I don't. I said it's like it's. The, <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. It's like they the just mystery. sit at home and think of reasons to bitch, and then they. Well, anyway, what I where I was going with that is they had. Uh, they had their Christmas dinner, and I, I guess not very many people showed up because of all the politics. I was one of them that didn't show up, and hey, uh, you know, freaking hater. I, well, it is what it is, man. <laughs> It's just funny, like these guys. They show look. They show up, and they the, the group. They sit down at the far end field, and all they do is look for reasons to bitch. And one of them flies once, and then they leave. And then, and then they, it's just like they're never there, but they're always the topic of conversation. Whenever you're talking with someone in the club, I, I don't, I don't get it. Well, and, and the sad thing is, I don't think it has anything to do with the hobby. I think it's just the people that get involved. Well, I agree. With it. I agree. I agree. With I that. mean, they they're like that regardless of what their hobby is, golf yeah. or I don't know anything. I think so. I think um, I think their interest is uh, controlling a group. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the group is. Yeah, their, their interest is not the hobby. It's not flying planes. It's not promoting the hobby. It's not yep. trying to get people in the in the county to come hang out and fly it's uh treating strangers that show up rude and and (laughs) that's their hobby (laughs) they they were the dicks that we all hated in high school see Uh, that's what it comes down to are older huh they're all yeah they all are well i think it's just getting crotchety i mean shit my dog's doing that dude look (laughs) let me get let me give you a dog (laughs) (laughs) it's the arthritis What a comparison. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? He just sits there and barks. It's like, what, what are you barking for? And he looks at you and he just barks. Like, oh, okay, I get it. You're just old balls now. <laughs> so we had a we had a new guy show up at the field a while ago. And um, he's flying a, a foamy plane and he's got an MCPX. I think he does anyway. And... Um, Okay, first of all, there's no one ever there at the field. So you can go, if, it, like if you moved to my valley and I was gone for whatever reason in the summer, because I'm there a lot in the summer, and um, you could go every day for the better part of a month before you would run into anybody that could give you any information about how to become a member of this club. Um, so <laughs> he, he shows up, other than maybe you know taking some initiative, I guess, and googling the bar the the club name and whatever i mean the point is is he's there willing to do whatever he has to do to become a member he's just waiting for somebody so he figures what the hell i'll go ahead and fly uh, until somebody says hey you need to be a member or somebody does something or there's somebody shows up i can talk to well she who should not be named um ran into this guy here about two weeks ago three weeks ago and I saw him a few days later, and he told me, he said, Dan, I honestly almost put my stuff in my truck and said to myself, I'm never coming back here. Because she just went off on him about how you've been coming out here for how long and you're not a member? And I'm like, what's that? Dude, this is a field out in the middle of nowhere, right? <laughs> it's Montana, people. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's nothing this guy can do flying his... 40-inch or not even that, 35-inch foamy airplane that should cause an international incident. (laughs) Enough so much that you would make the guy not feel comfortable about even coming to the field anymore. 
Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Just, so the politics are everywhere, and I'm sure um, we have, you know, we get emails from listeners every so often kind of talking about that. It's just something we got to deal with. What can we do? Club politics. Hey, I have a question. Sure. Completely turn the tables. Yes. Lighten the mood. Yes. It's Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow, week. if you're listening Tom- today. If you're listening today, Christmas is tomorrow. I would like to do a quick rundown. If everybody, if you could have what you want for Christmas, well, and it has to be Helly's because I don't want to really hear about all your weird little things that you want. Oh, come on now. You do. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you I, do. Nope. Helly say- related, what do you want for Christmas? Well, first of all, I'll uh, not- If pre- you could have anything. I'll pretend that you didn't send me an email asking me for a picture of my junk the other day. <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> yeah, we need some ground rules. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell you exactly what I would want. It, it, heli related, yeah, or anything. I would like, I would like, um, a couple more nitro helicopters fully kitted. A cu- no, no, no. Okay, that's a little, little broad. So it has to be a specific. thing? You want a single Just, thing? I want a single thing. A single thing. I know mine. I can't tell you that because if I tell you that, it'll give away my. Well, oh, come on. This really we've, we've been on out. this topic for more than like 10 seconds and no one said good weather. Dude, that's not a gift. It could be. It is where I come from. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you put on your big girl panties and go fly. Don't fly. Yeah. Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get the no fly name and no one else is flying either. You but bastards. do you have a heli you could fly? Uh, okay, what would I want? I will, I want a new fly marless unit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's fair. Which one? I actually think I want to go with a Skookum. Really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. The five forty or the waiting for the seven twenty black? Uh, right now the five forty, but being that. I'm not going to get it. It'll probably be the 720. Get that bailout? Yeah. I I just, I'm not concerned about having a bailout on my helicopter. I, I, I understand how cool it would be to have one um, for other people, but I'm it, I, it's just not something I'm concerned about having. So I, if I were to choose one for me, it, it would not, that wouldn't be a determining factor. So that, that reason alone, um, I think I'd go with the Skookum. That's what well, I want. Okay, Jesse. Oh, I would probably, if I could have anything, I would probably go with a 90 size, just an Align T-Rex 700 Nitro Heli, fully kitted. God, I love this. I I mean, I've only flown a 50 size Nitro besides the, you know, you've let me fly your T-Rex 700 a couple times, but. Okay, hold on. What's the explanation for you loving it that emphatically, Nick? I just think it's awesome. Because it, it's, I think that it's really cool that you can take someone who's a, a, a sponsored team pilot and hear out of their mouth that they want a T-Rex 700 Nitro. I think that's, that's realistic. That's why I like it so much. I want a, yeah, a, you know, a beater. I would just want <laughs> something I know is going to work. Beater, just a beater Nitro. Just, you know. Yeah. I want to I I, I change mine. I've already decided. Oh, you can't change it. Oh no, 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 no! I, 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 I did. 
It's not my fault. I didn't have time to think about it. God. Damn it. I'm a fickle bitch that way. It's right? freaking Christmas present. We're not picking the present. All right. All right. So I figured it out. After listening, it has. I want the new Futaba 8 or 10 channel radio. The, ten, the 14. Ooh, 14. Or the 14 channel. Yeah. Though. yeah I, don't, I don't, know the, don't know the call numbers on it. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That is. I'd forgotten about that. That's the one. That's what I want. Might as well throw that in there, too. The 14 SG. That's, that's what Dan wants. That's and what I want. Jesse wants a 700 Nitro. What's Justin want? Honestly, I want I want the 800 stretch kit for my Whiplash. Yeah. We were talking about that. That'd be yeah. the Whiplash Electric on 750s would be sick. Is that, oh, is that yeah. available? Uh, maybe one day. Oh, so maybe what you're telling me is, is you want them to get their ass busy and get that thing going. Yeah, it's, it's still going, in testing, but it's yeah. still being worked. Oh, tell them to send it to you. You'll help them test it. Oh, I know. Because that really would be like a new heli. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. What does Nick want? Okay. So I, I'm i not going to tell you what I, I really want. Oh, come on. Uh, no, I, I can't because like you said, it would give it away. All right. Because, But I'll tell you my second choice. I would actually really like... Um, the Align 800 Trekker. Nice. Interesting choice. Yeah. There you go. Another, you that's, go. it's going with the 800 theme. Yeah, I do. I, that's, that's the only size that I haven't owned to this date. Can I have a third choice? Sure. Why not? I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to crash Jesse's seven HP. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Hand the controller back to Jesse with a big old grin. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank best you. best Christmas ever. <laughs> at least at least the crash would be cheap. Oh. 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 I've seen Dan crash. He's a professional. Dude, I uh <laughs> I can put him in. I, I don't crash often, but when I do, I do it right. I tell you what. I feel like there's yeah, a commercial in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how that's how I crash too. So I, I, I um I've had two big crashes this year. One of them, both of them, complete rekits. Uh, the Gowie and the 600. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I can tell you one that I am going to build. Yeah. That I am I'm going to build this for sure. Um, and, and you know about this. When eventually when we get to Othello and I get that fuselage from you. Right, right. I'm going to build uh, what I, it's, it's an actual Mikado term. Uh, fun scale. That's the name that they give to their fuselages, the Mikado ones, because they're very lightweight. But I'm going to build my version of a fun scale 600 electric for 3D purposes. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to go for the whole full on scale thing. And it's a Hughes 500. I love to watch. I don't know how well that thing's going to 3D, man. It's heavy. No. Kyle. I've seen Kyle do some really nice. Yeah, but we're talking about 3D. Nick. Here. Yeah, we're, <laughs> oh, we're talking about Nick, right? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Well, hey, it, one of two things: it'll look very smooth and very graceful, or it'll be freaking awesome, dude. To you, see it when it crashes, you got to get a video of that first flight. Oh yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I that is that's a heavy big bastard, man. Well, okay. Uh, we have the capabilities with the overpowered electrics to make this happen. Yeah, to cover up mm-hmm. for all of you guys who don't have any collective management. That's right. 
Oh yeah, baby, I said it. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna really have to be on my game with this new helical cut kid on the nitro on my collective management. I mean, we're gonna be spinning a, a YS ninety one, a two thousand fifty. Two thousand fifty. Two thousand fifty. Bring the smack. Huh. Craziness. We'll see if it works. So anyway, guys, I think we're about done rambling. Uh, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to tell you guys, you know, of course, uh, next week's show is going to be released on New Year's Eve. Woohoo! So, um, oh, man, are we lame that we're going to be recording on New Year's Eve? Or is it New Year's Day? No, I guess New Year's Eve is a week after Christmas, right? Yeah, we're not recording. Uh, we're oh, that's recording, right. It's yeah, released. Like- See there? The 29th. We don't even know the days of the week, just so all you guys know. Yeah. yeah. Just, there's no real... It's so hard to sit here and record and talk about yeah. a day that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and, we all have a computer right in front of us. We still... It's just, yeah. you know... It's just how we roll. So anyway, what I am what I was getting at with that is um, next week we are going to talk about what we, what we predict for the hobby. Um in the next year, what we think is going to be huge. Now, I kind of want to get some listener involvement in this one. Um, you guys have a week to send me emails telling me what you think is going to be the big new thing this year. Um, provided, you know, the content and, of course, um, send the nudie pictures to Nick. I don't want any. but we'll try to get to all of them and um you know as long as it's helicopter related and reasonable i mean if you if you call and 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 tell me that uh you know mechanical mixing heads are the new thing of the next year then i probably won't pay it much mind because uh you know it's old technology we'd probably still bring it up though we might bring it up to make fun (laughs) of you (laughs) we can't let that one go but no, the, seriously, if you guys have any ideas, predictions, send me emails, send them to any of us. And as we get them, we'll, we'll keep them and uh, we'll talk about them on the show. Sounds yeah. like a plan to me, yo. Also, I got to remind you guys, you might want to make sure you're signed up for the newsletter. Just saying. Intent. Just, uh, you know. Jesse's been handling the newsletter every month. So it's kind of a more consistent thing now. Uh, it's it, we're sending one out uh, roughly the, the first, first first few days of every month, first day yep. or so. Yep. So it goes out every month. Uh, it's just kind of a monthly. What's happening? What's been nation. going on? Yeah, and and um, as you know, sometimes we do things that we only talk about on the newsletter. You, if you find out about about what we've done on the newsletter. That means you've missed out because we've already done what we were going to do. So, yeah. Get on the ball. Just, sign uh, up. Get onto that homepage. You'll see the little button there. Sign up for the newsletter. It's only a once a month thing, so it's not like we're going to be filling up your inbox with a bunch of junk. Just uh, probably should do that. Also, dudes, we hit 1,500 likes on Facebook. Woohoo! That's huge. I feel like I accomplished a life, life goal. I know yeah. it's um we made it. <laughs> couple new exciting projects coming up. I don't really want to drop the ball on them yet. Um but man, have we got some big things coming here so shortly. Um next episode. We do have 
you guys, we have two big announcements next week. Yes, we do. I think so. Yeah. Very big. They're, yeah, they're we big. do. They're huge. They're, they're real big. Um, you got to tune in. I mean, <laughs> you got to because they're, uh, these, these are pretty big ones. And we're really, really stoked about both. Like, super stoked. Absolutely. And I actually, uh, I want to kind of pose a question to Justin and Nick. I've been asked, uh, I was asked three times today about this. Oh, God. Ooh, I know what it is. Yeah. When are we going to get the next episode of Digging In? I know. When we quit doing <laughs> big projects. <laughs> big, big, well, huge projects. I tell you what. Yeah, we, we need to, we're, Nick and I have been bouncing back and forth, and, and really it's been more of a logistics thing than anything. With, with all the stuff that's been going on with the show and all these big projects that we've been working on and that are coming up, um, it's not, it was not intentional in any way, but it just keeps slipping off the radar and it's now back on and Nick and I are, are trying to find a time to get it, get it done. I kind of feel like sometimes we have ADD, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we have Sometimes. all these ideas and all <laughs> yeah. these things, and they're just all so cool, and they just want to get them all done right now. Yeah, right now. Yep. Um, but the reality of it is time is um, not always on our side. But um, nonetheless, we, we continue to work on these, on these concepts, and, and um, we, we will get them out when we feel they are um, at the quality that they need to be to be representative of what we do here at the nation. So that's the big thing. That's we didn't want to just kind of half-ass the, you know, the third episode of digging in just to just to get it out. You know, when we're in the middle of these other things that have just required a lot of time. And also, we've we've done a lot of talking about beyond the third episode. So hopefully, I know we keep on saying it, but uh, once we get number three out it will be followed not far behind by a really awesome number four and uh, a lot more cool stuff to come. I think I'm going to just start calling you guys, uh, uh, you know, like these manufacturers that watch it, (laughs) (laughs) watch it. (laughs) Oh yeah. It'll be done next week. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude. (laughs) Come on now. You know, I'm only giving you shit. No, that's cool. For a raise pretty quick. (laughs) <laughs> Good luck with that. I, I bet, I, dude, I asked for a raise the other day. I got laughed at. <laughs> I totally got laughed at. Anyway. Well, guys, this has been kind of a random just uh, chit-chatting episode. Um, as always, we sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We will catch you next Monday. Merry Christmas, everyone. See you guys later. And Happy New Year. Oh, no. Never mind. Just Christmas. God. Fail. Dude, you can't even you can't even get the outro right. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, send us an email using the contact us link on the homepage. If you'd like to make a donation, there's a donate now button on our homepage as well. Mm-hmm.